here we are in studio, and guess who showed up? It's Owen Schroyer. I made it. You made it. Thank you so much. Before you do the introduction. Let me scoot you in. Before you do the introduction. All right. You got to wait until the mic is on. Oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't know the mic was on. Is Is the the mic mic on on here? Yeah, it's on now. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Sorry, Owen Schroyer in the building. All right, well, I can't hear myself, but that's okay. Hello. Working on it right now. Awesome. Got that mix minus over there. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was gonna say uh, Eric Adams talking about criminals getting arrested and going to jail. That'd be a, that'd be a change. That'd yeah, be a shift. Yeah. That'd be a shift from the normal. So I guess, hey, if Trump is what forces Democrats to start arresting criminals, then, uh, you know, maybe yeah. that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, that would be uh, if they want to actually crack down on laws and, and actually you know, do something like that. But I don't think that's ever something that's going to happen. Oh, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. Ah. It's it's really funny. I was saying that Darn all it. the mainstream media is down there right now, right? They're, they, they've been there probably. They're going to be there for the next week. They've been there for a week probably sleeping, you know, on the streets waiting. And none of them want to show Trump's speech. No, today, actually, MSNBC did not show a second of it. CNN did cover it. Fox... Uh, preempted Tucker Carlson to cover it, but um, they all changed. MSNBC, CNN changed their show titles for the night to Trump indictment. So now you're just flicking through the channels. You're not even looking for it, and it just says Trump indictment. So it's like, oh, even people that don't even pay attention, they had to make sure you're going to see Trump indictment. You're flipping through looking for animal videos and animal planet or whatever. You're going to see the Trump indictment too. Right, right. And Trump uh, obviously pled not guilty to all accounts. Um, and now another court hearing isn't scheduled until December. What do you think about this? Um, yeah, and I think that's actually, is that the same case? That might be a different case. I don't know. I can't keep up. They've they got a bunch of cases against him right now. Right. Um, I, I so, was saying it's like kind of like how what Alex Jones is going through, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like a case here, a case there, a case here, and, and dragging it out as long as they can. No, actually, a lot from Trump's speech tonight reminded me of what Alex has gone through, Uh, specifically when he got into, yeah, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at a jury that hates me, I'm looking at a judge that hates me, I'm looking at a legal team that hates me. None of these people are interested in justice. They just hate me and want to destroy me. And so everything they do to Alex Jones, they will eventually do to everybody else. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand that, but here you go. Here's big issue number two. One was the censorship. This is the big issue number two, lawfare, how they will use and abuse the justice system to destroy their political opposition. As they continue to do, as they continue to do, because we continue to allow it, you know, and, and it's there's not enough people in these uh, political powerful positions that are doing anything about it. And you know what? The truth is that this is not new. This is what the Democrats have been doing for a long, long time. The Republicans aren't perfect either, obviously. But this is totally what the Democrats have been doing for decades. The only reason we know about it and are talking about it now is because it's Donald Trump. And so that has been the biggest success of Donald Trump has just been because he exists. um, We have had so much exposed as far as how the deep state works, um, just truly how at its core corrupt the Democrat Party is. And how fake the television news is. So really, just through existing, Trump accomplished those three major things. Yeah, and I think that 
this whole thing, I think they think is going to damper his presidential run for 2024. And obviously it's not, which is why they opted out of doing the mugshot, which is why they didn't do the fingerprint and all of these things that they were so excited to do, which is probably a reason why all of the mainstream media was there because they wanted to catch that moment. They wanted to get that moment. And I heard you talking on the show the other day. You're like, okay, enough, enough. And it's like, it's them that are doing it. And we're just standing around. We don't really have to do too much except for sit back and let them make a fool of themselves and and bring this up and then they something like that happens where oh their big their big wow moment got taken away and now not until december trump's gonna keep he's running for president i mean he's running for president and i would say it's 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 uh what is a legal term for doing uh um doing something while he it's a political or like a presidential Something where um, they're doing this uh, to kind of get in the way of him running for president. Interference? Yeah, like interference. Yeah, that's the word that they love to use is election interference. Election interference, right, at this point, because he is running. They're the masters at it. Yeah, They did it in 2016 with the Russian collusion. They did it in 2020 with the Hunter Biden laptop. They're just getting ahead of it this time Mm -hmm, because he mm -hmm. beat him twice. Oh, yeah, for sure. And But, you know, and, and people who think that, I've heard the theory that they're doing this to Trump because they want Trump to run, mm-hmm. right? Or Biden wants Trump to run, which, you know, I'm, I'm all about. Let's hear all the different perspectives. But I think that has been disproven by the fact they didn't do the mugshot. If they, if they right. thought that all of this was going to help Donald Trump and therefore they're doing it to help Donald Trump, then they would have done the mugshot. Right. Then they would have done the perp walk with the cuffs because that would have just launched it even that much higher. Oh, they wanted that so bad. They wanted it so bad. They were doing AI. So they know this helped Donald Trump. So they know this helped Donald Trump and they regret it. Yeah. And then uh, gag order did not uh, obviously happen. But I was saying it's like a preemptive gag order because they're saying don't do it because if you do it. We are going to put a gag order. So it's. It basically is a gag order a gag without order. actually writing it down. Yeah. Right, right. Which it will become because we have until what? We have until December. If this is the case that, that isn't until December where they're going to pick it, pick it back up, um, where he's going to obviously he's going to be talking about this while he's campaigning. It's going to be a big topic that Trump's going to be you know, hitting on every single time he goes out and campaigns. And how long until. They actually do put that gag order, you know, legally put it down. Well, he kind of tiptoed around it tonight. Yeah. So I don't suspect they'll make a move that soon. I don't know if he has another rally planned. I don't think there's anything on the schedule for right now. So he might not give him the opportunity for a while to make that move. Mm-hmm. He might want them to do that. So he may try strategically think about when he might want them to do that. Uh at this point, you might as well, right? I mean, at this point, you feel like... I was wondering if he was just going to go for it tonight. Yeah, like, I didn't think it would be that moment. But yeah. I, I could see, you know, this is going to be... There's going to be a lot of different games of chicken here, right? It's going to be a lot of different stare downs, a lot of different games of chicken. And so the uh, the the non-gag gag order is definitely going to be one of them. But I, if I were Trump, I'd definitely push that boundary. You know, you definitely want to be able to have campaigns and you definitely want to be able to talk about it, but... I think at this point you might just say, no, go ahead, put the gag order down. You know, right. just keep keep persecuting me, keep attacking me. Right, right. And Trump said himself, here he is, uh, just kind of saying. But our heads are held very, very high. He wants to kind of get it they over with. Settle the case, but I want no part of that. 
So they want to drag it out. Oh, they want to settle the case. They want to settle the cases and they want to get make him offer, right? They want him to say, "Okay, okay, here I'll I'll uh, do a plea deal." Right. Which yes. is which is what he's talking about. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, I think they're looking for a plea deal. That's why they hit the 34 charges, because it's like, whoa, you know, that's what they like to do to gaslight defendants is they'll just throw as many charges as possible down, get plea it down to one. So you feel like you got a victory. And then the government gets to claim, see, we have a 100 percent success rate in our prosecution. So that's probably what I imagine he's talking about. Is um, because I mean a settlement. Settlement for who? Like who's the victim? Who is he settling with? I don't what with the government with New York, the state of New York. So I don't really know what the what a settlement would mean outside of a plea bargain. Plea it down to maybe one count. Oh, they want to put him in jail, right? They want to give him jail time. They want to have him yeah, somehow I mean, behind bars so that he can't be president or he can't, you know, th some kind of interference with him being president. Do you think that Trump runs, he wins at this point? Well, yeah, if there's a fair election, which I actually have no confidence in. What I think is going to happen right now, I'm, I'm convinced that with the current trajectory that 2024, it'll be Trump probably versus Biden and Biden will win. They'll steal it colder than the North Pole. And the whole world is going to see it more obvious than ever before. And it won't take it won't take a year or two for the conservatives in the media to call it out. It'll be so obvious. They'll do it that night. It'll be an entire changing of the guard, changing of the threshold. Anybody who's willing to call it out, anybody who's not, um, you know, part of part of the challenge that I think that we have, you know, info warriors and and and, and like minded people is that. We're so far ahead of the curve that we get we, we forget it and we tend to get frustrated, right? We tend to get frustrated that people mm -hmm. can't catch up with us. Uh, I could right. make a bunch of different analogies, but, you know, you, you get the point, I think, right? So, I mean, look, the Republicans have done nothing to address the fact that Democrats own Pennsylvania, they own Georgia, they own Michigan, they own Wisconsin, and now they own Arizona. There is no way a Republican can ever become president if they control those electoral votes, the Democrats, that is. No way. Zero chance will never happen. And the Republicans are doing nothing to address these things. Maybe in Arizona, maybe, maybe. And that would be like a razor thin mm -hmm. edge if right. that's if that's even if they could get that. So I don't see there's nothing to make me believe that they're not going to steal it again, which maybe again, maybe it's a good thing because because that changes the threshold of, OK, who's going to be honest about this and who's not. And then, OK, so maybe they put Biden back in or who knows what happens. And then Trump runs again at age 90. I mean, you know, and then he's got like even more reason to come in and right. just mop him up. So I don't know. That's the trajectory I think we're on. The Republicans have done nothing to secure our elections. So I think Biden wins again. Um, and it'll just be the most obvious steal of all time. Trump will get 90 million votes. Biden will get 100. You know, it's just right. Do you think that the elections are their election results will come as quickly as they normally did before this whole we got to count the vote? You know, do you think we're going to go through this whole thing again where, you know, we're not getting a clear answer right away? Uh, I don't know. They might. Who knows? You know, Biden said they might do another pandemic and the status oh, of yeah. mail in ballots and, and such. So I, I don't really know. It won't matter, though. It's not going to make a difference. It's going to be the same result. And what do you think about uh, DeSantis, like a DeSantis run? He needs to bow out 
And, and and he basically is he's kind of like the he's kind of like the non-gag gag right now like he's running right I mean he's he's touring the country right he's touring yeah. the country and he's fundraising so I mean all the signs that a, a a guy would be running but he needs to not he needs to not run he needs to just bow out of this I don't know why he would want to even get involved in the race at this right. point with with just how toxic it is and he's so popular in Florida um, to me it would be it would be a bad move it would be a disservice to florida to floridians for sure and uh, he's got plenty of time you know there's no reason to to jump the gun right away i i agree um as much as i like desantis um there's some things that i i don't really like i don't like how i saw him kind of do this tweet where he was saying oh all of these people that shut down because of covid and all of these people with masks well the last thing i remember uh, as far regarding mask and covid and protocols and desantis was that he was shutting down beaches and he did a, you know a go back on it and and now he's doing everything on the other side but at the same time he was one of those people so i think every time he wants to bring it up he should also acknowledge hey look I made the mistake of doing that also, which I do, you know, like I almost feel like he needs to bring that up because he's pointing the finger a lot in in that regard. And then, you know, everybody's so wrapped up with warp speed and Trump, you know, and, and Trump isn't just, you know, saying no to the vaccines, although Trump did say, you know, take it if you want, you know, or do it if you want. It's your body or and he was all for informed consent. From what I from what I heard from a rally that he did, you know, so I'm not like crucifying him over over this whole thing. Although I don't agree with everything that Trump says, um, he did a lot of good. I would say he just had a lot of bad people in his ear. Well, DeSantis did address the uh, the shutdown of the beaches. Yeah, it's come up before. He responds by saying, "I was taking advice from Trump." Basically, is his out on that? He says, "Well, I was taking advice from the president at the time." So that's a worthless back and forth. Yeah. Um, look, everybody was going to Florida for vacation. Everybody knows Florida opened up first. Everybody knows Florida rejected mm-hmm. the, the, the COVID tyranny first. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, you know, DeSantis did at one point push the vaccines. DeSantis did at one point close stuff down in Florida, but he was the first one to change face and he was the first one to admit yeah. it. And he was the first one to put people around him that saw through the fraud as well from his attorney general to his surgeon general. So DeSantis knows how to make good decisions. I hope he's smart enough to decide not to get into this presidential election. It's just, it just doesn't do him any favors. And it just, Trump is way too popular. There, there are just, there are people that will never, ever abandon Trump after this. I know. Never. It doesn't even matter. Even with the operation warp speed. And I'm like kind of on that path. Like, you know, cause I just, they got Trump with that. There's no doubt. I mean, it's it's a weak spot for Trump. It's it's his Achilles heel, actually. And and DeSantis can strike it at any time if he wants. But that would not lead to a DeSantis victory. And I think that that's the problem right now. Um, but it wouldn't matter because they're going to give it to Biden or whoever it is anyway. So that's going to be the big awakening. This 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 is just going to America is going to get a lot darker. Uh, it's going to get a lot more twisted in the next year or so. And. Then you're going to see them steal it for Biden, and it's just going to be like, okay, this this is ridiculous. I'm paying six dollars yeah. a gallon for gas. Uh, every time I uh, every time I look at my taxes, they're going up. Uh, you know, everybody's living on a budget now. Nobody can sell their house. Uh, who knows? We might be at war. The dollar might completely collapse. Right. And now, and you're telling me Joe Biden got a hundred million votes, <laughs> and he's going to get a hundred million more. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Obviously, you saw uh, Fetterman being asked Jeez. about about running do you think there's any possibility there <laughs> Jeez. 
well, who knows what they, you know, he might have a brain chip in his head now. Him and Biden both. Him and Biden, I know. They're like, maybe we switch <laughs> this old man for this other old, you know. <laughs> I got- mean, and then, you know, you saw the whole. Two um, androids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You see the whole, like, is this really Fetterman? Is this like a clone Fetterman deal? And I think that picture was yeah. actually like an older photo, but still looked weird. Still the same. Still the same, like, weird photo, kind of how uh, the pictures were coming out with Biden, right? With the flap on his ear, or the you know, like all of these weird, like the Epstein, you know, like, is it really him? Is it really Biden? Is it really uh, Fetterman? And and are they going to do like the old old man switcheroo on us and Fetterman will be our president with with 180, you know, trillion votes uh, for Fetterman as president. Yeah, I, I tend not to. I tend not to <laughs> believe any of that stuff. Uh, you know, it's curious, no doubt. But the way I figure it is that it's a lot easier for someone to go out and Photoshop that than for yeah. someone to actually go out and clone somebody or like <laughs> or somehow trick a bunch of people that this is still the real thing. It's a lot easier to do a Photoshop. So I'm going to just go with the uh, the keep it simple, stupid methodology. On that, so I don't buy too much into that. But either way, there's no doubt that Joe Biden at this point. I mean, really, I, I don't know what they do with him moving forward. He can't right. do. He can't do anything. He can't travel. He can't do a press conference. <laughs> he can't walk. Yeah, no, I mean it's bad. <laughs> it, it's and so and tomorrow's going to be a big indicator yeah. too. Um, you know, Joe Biden is the president of the United States supposedly. How is he going to make it that way tomorrow? Because right now, Trump is the president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, tr- Donald Trump is the president. He crashed Rumble tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. We were having trouble because we stream our uh, the LibertyBroadcast.com. Our main stream is coming from Rumble, so we had to switch it over to a, a separate uh, feed. If they can't put Biden back in the spotlight tomorrow, then he's 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 shot. He's oh, worthless, yeah. which is maybe exactly what they want. Yeah, the more that we can put Biden in the light that he uh, deserves to be in, you know, being walked, we were showing a, did we show the video or did I just watch it too many times where, you know, Biden is being led by a blind man, you know, to the, <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things, tape. like that's one of those deals you can't believe is real. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Do you know people that are, that have changed since uh, Biden's come into office that used to be kind of on this Biden I, I guess side of things um, and that I've kind of switched over at all. Not, not anything like from a liberal Democrat or a Biden supporter, but just people that don't care about politics. Mostly people that don't know or don't care about politics has been the thing I've noticed. Um, and I think it was, you know, partially kind of the hangover from COVID that had them kind of like, okay, what the heck's going on? Right. You it was know, like that, a forced awakening for some. Yeah. Well, and for some too, it was, it was kind of a, it showed them how fragile things right. are. And, you know, and, and the next thing you know, you might lose your job, lose your business, whatever. You can't even control it. And so I think now that's kind of, you know, we're past the hangover of that. And people are kind of look, no, look like they're looking down at their bills again and they're looking at their gas price again. <laughs> and they're looking, they're like, wait a second here. Hold on a second. So I think it's mostly people that were politically neutral or just indifferent that are realizing what a disaster Biden is, at least. They might not think Trump is the answer, but they know certainly that Biden has been a disaster. Oh, yeah, for sure. I could say that, like, even as much as my father, who voted for Biden, mm. um, is— So you has, got him in the family. He's done an entire 
full DeSantis. That, He's gone full DeSantis. So he went from <laughs> Biden Trump, to not, DeSantis. No, not to DeSantis. I'm just saying he went a full 180. Like he like went all the way around from like, you know, I sent him a coffee mug one time for Father's Day that was like, you're the greatest dad. The great, it was like a little Trump mug. And he was so pissed off at me that I did that. <laughs> and and now he literally is sending me memes uh, about Joe Biden and like videos where, you know, all it's the normal so videos and, and things like that. Because, you know, but, but here's what it is, too. It's so bad because they, they it's all like a game to liberals. They yeah. really think it's like a game. They think this whole thing is like a game and they're all kind of LARPing. And then again, the real world hits them and it's like, oh, wait a second. Biden actually sucks. Yeah. Like that whole hate Trump thing was kind of fun, but wait a second. Biden really sucks. Like we had fun hating Trump, but life was actually better. Yeah, and everything was better when Trump was around. Even uh even the um you know, fake news media, you know, they were having a great time. Their ratings were Truly. doing a lot better. Truly. Uh, I mean, than 2016 and 2017, everybody was enjoying themselves. Even like you said, Jim Acosta. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. He loved going out there and getting all the booze and heckles oh, and jekylls yeah. and lemon Every you know everybody <laughs> Mano you know yeah, you still had a Cuomo on TV too yeah <laughs> and now Not everything anymore. is yeah everything is is you know flipped around and they're kind of being forced to see the other side or see how it is okay you did this you voted for this and now you must live in it and they're it's like I said like kind of like a forced awakening yeah like do you want to vote out of spite again yeah. <laughs> Right, right. How many times can you vote out of spite before you realize that was a jackass move? Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree. Do you think that there's still integrity in voting? Like, would you, are you, do you have plans to vote? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I vote, I vote for two reasons. One, I, I believe in the metaphysical universe. If you're not going to practice what you preach, then you're never going to, you're never going to have any results. And two, and these are both practical reasons in my mind. Two, mm-hmm. when you, if you do anything politically, now I might be in a different position because I, you know, host a talk show, but if 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 you actually vote, that shows up on the registers. So when you call Republicans or you send messages or you try to get involved with meetings, they'll actually go back and check that stuff. And if you haven't voted and they see that, they won't give a damn what you have to say. Right. They won't give a damn. But if they see you vote every time, they might be more inclined to care what you have to say. Um, so that's another reason. And I think really what goes on after studying this enough and covering elections enough is that you have certain districts and precincts where the mass fraud happens. I mean, mm-hmm. just it's it's the influx of fraud. And these are population-dense areas, and these are, you know, inner-city areas that have mostly what Democrats go after uh, minority populations mm-hmm. or or lower lower-income class people. And so it's a lot easier to get away with that fraud. It's a lot easier to do the ballot harvesting. It's a lot easier to stuff the boxes because if people aren't voting, then the numbers can still kind of bear out. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple when you follow it. It's, it's Philadelphia, it's Milwaukee, it's Detroit, it's Atlanta, it's Phoenix. That's where, that's where you can see them basically swing elections in, Mm -hmm. is in those five cities right there. I'm sure there's fraud everywhere. Maybe some minor fraud here and some other shenanigans that go on, like in these little districts where more than 100% of people end up voting, you know, like 15,000 district. It might be consequential, but it's the it's the big inner cities. That's where it goes down. And until you address that, nothing is going to change. Look at what happened in Florida. They actually addressed it. They cleaned up the right. voter rolls, and now Miami has a Republican mayor. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's 
maybe a hint of what you'd see if we did that in all the other major cities. But they got so it's so bad in those cities, it's just bad. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, and and it's going to keep being bad because nobody's going over there. Uh, to I'm really sure it happens here. Any, it happens in Houston. Oh, yeah, it happens, happens in Austin. It happens 100%. in Dallas. It just gets overwhelmed. You know, it just gets overwhelmed by right. all the conservative I don't think districts. They, they really have to do too much here in Austin because for some reason we've become like a magnet to this kind of liberal, it's wild. like these this Austin crazy. Is, yeah, wow, it is so it is just, so crazy. Just in the seven years or eight years that I've been here, it's mm-hmm. like drastic. It's yeah, it's so drastic. And I also I do a little work in Bastrop, which is on the outside. Uh, it's probably about a thirty minute drive outside of Austin. And sometimes I deal with uh, people, and they ask me, "Oh, where are you from?" And I say, "Oh, from Austin." And they're they're like, "Ugh." God, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> I always like, get I don't that. Know. Where I to do. Begin? I get that all the time, and I'm like, no, I'm there. I'm standing my ground. I'm not going to get chased out of my own city, and I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep going to school board meetings. I'm going to keep voting, and I'm going to keep, you know, doing this broadcast every Tuesday. Nobody's p- giving me a check to be here. You know, I'm here out of my own free will because we care about this world. Drones is here, giving a hundred and you know fifty plus every Tuesday. Uh, just doing whatever we can to kind of spread the word and and have awesome guests on and and have you here is cool. I'm glad that you're able to to come. I know you were doing coverage for Infowars, which is very critical, especially because you know I, I just look at it like so many people have their eyes on, you know, and they want the information. And Infowars definitely to me is a place where you can get really solid information. I try not to go to directly to uh, like Infowar articles when I'm covering news, but it's so hard because the articles are so well written. Owen's known for having like the hottest, newest news. Whenever you come on, you're just kind of like, you're just like, cultivating this news like i'm guessing kind of like what i do here is like i'm looking at news like five minutes before i'm live like what is breaking what's new what's going on you know that we can give the information and do i have the most accurate information i hope so and if i don't please let me know uh you know and, and i'll correct myself or i'll you know get the information as i as i can but you but know, you're not trying to lie to people, and that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and which is why we are so grateful uh, that you're able to be here because, you know, you give us the facts, and that's what people need, and that's what people don't get. And it's unfortunate that the everyday person's coming home, you know, from their – you know, 10 hour job and they're getting on their couch and plopping down and eating their dinner and just watching this mainstream media lies, you know, of, of what's, you know, of nothing of, of their, their own, you know, false narratives that they're creating as, as they come, as they come, they're just spewing them out, spewing them out without any real facts or information. And, uh, I mean, I encourage everybody, share the links, share the links, uh, tune in to InfoWars as often as you can. I tell the guys, Don will run an article by me sometimes, or he'll say like a news, and he's like, yeah, this is kind of what we've been say saying. This is, or he'll tell me news. He'll, I ask him, I say, sorry, that was too good. I say, what's the news? What's up? What's the news? Like I had lunch with, with him and Jamie earlier and I said, what's up? What's the news? You know, and they give me the breakdown and they're like, oh, I'm thinking about writing this. And I'm like... You know, but it's like we've already written this article and it's like, yeah, well, you got to write it again because this is new news and, you know, and it doesn't matter how many times, you know, how much, you know, like you're saying, we're always ahead of the curve. 
everybody else is not up on on Owen Schroyer's speed, you know, with the way that you have things. So you have to give the news. You have to give the information and not look at it like, well, yeah, we could have predicted this. Of course we could have predicted this. But some people are newly turning tuning in. You know, some people are newly starting to look at the other side, and, and that's why it's so important. Well, and sure. when the average American that you were describing earlier is sitting at home and they're seeing the news just blatantly BS mm-hmm. them, and now they're starting to, it's more obvious, they're going to remember, who was that crazy guy that said fake news? Who was that crazy president that said fake news? Oh, yeah, Trump. He was the one that said fake news. I miss him. I remember Trump. I want him back. That's how That's how they will think when they see this. And uh, But again, if you look at a map after an election, and I was thinking, like, if I was going to move somewhere, where would I move? I would. I wanted to move to the place that had the highest percentage of vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. And there was there were two counties. There were a bunch of counties in the '90s, but there was one in Oklahoma, one in Texas. I think Love County, Texas, was like 96 percent for Trump or something. So it's like, okay, these people are not stupid. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> these people are not stupid. There were like four Biden voters in the entire you know whole area. I think I could maybe live somewhere like that. But so the point is. I, I, I think that, that not, that's not going to represent anywhere near the average American. But how is it that you can have those same results in a major populous area that go for, say, a Democrat? I mean, Biden was getting 80%, 90% returns in some of these Philadelphia, Detroit. That's, that is impossible. Right. That is, that is impossible. That's not 96 people in a farm country in Texas. That's that's ninety six thousand people in a in a metrop, uh, metropolitan area. There's no way you're getting ninety percent of that vote. Yeah, and no we way. all know that it was fake and and it was stolen because I mean there was an entire documentary on it. There are people that were caught on hidden yeah. mics and hidden cameras, and there's all of this proof. And and you know those are the reasons that people are like, ah, I'm not voting because they're going to steal the vote anyway. But I think it's it's important because well, what you know, if you could at least neutralize a fake yeah, vote too? Yeah, exactly. You know, and I don't know that might not happen. The machines might literally just be programmed to just run the whole thing Mm -hmm. and that's it but still you show up that you vote you show up you practice what you preach and you know sign up and be a poll watcher maybe one time it is real and then you sit that one out yeah yeah i agree i i think it's very important i think we're going to be seeing a lot of this uh i found this uh video tweet of this guy here kind of saying what i think we're going to be seeing a lot more of. i'm sorry but when you have a government that's more concerned about where a hooker's money came from than concerned about where COVID came from. I mean, if you ain't waking up and paying attention to what's going on, I mean, the more they do to Trump, honestly, the more they go after this dude, I don't even like Trump. I ain't vote for him, but I'll tell you what, I probably will next time. Cause this dude seems to be turning black. The more he does, the more blacker he seems to get. Cause they keep going after this dude for nothing. Sound just like they, what they've been doing to black people for years. I'm gonna tell you right now, if America ain't waking up and seeing the game that's going on, y'all ain't never gonna get it. I mean, they've been after this man for everything under the sun. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, this hooker got money from. We still worried about COVID. I mean, the biggest atrocity that ever happened to this planet since many of us have been alive, probably ever will be alive, and they not even worried about where it came from. They ain't worried about nothing to do with COVID, but they worried about where this hooker got money from. Come on, man. Y- wake up. Don't be stupid. Wake up, for real. 
So, yeah, so I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. That's why I was asking you. It's like, I think people are waking up. And I think especially, you know, with COVID, like he was saying, but also with this, with this indictment. So what's happening here is time actually is not like linear in a straight line, how we like to think about it. It's actually in a spiral and it actually, it gets tighter. Okay. And so now what's happening is just, just kind of fairly observant people, people that aren't dumb, but again, they don't really want to follow politics. It's divisive. It's filled with hate and rage. And so they don't want to follow it. I get it. I've been there. Right. So they just don't pay attention, but they're, they're aware and they're smart enough and they have a memory, right? Mm -hmm. So this guy remembers the last trip around the spiral. He remembers the last trip around this timeline, and he remembers that, wait a second, we were just dealing with this pandemic that, mm -hmm. that crushed the country economically. I, we, I dealt with this, and we don't even know what caused it. We don't know where it came from, and these people are going after Donald Trump for hooker money? Hooker money? Yeah. What? What is that? So it's like it used to be that would you'd go through, like older generations would go through an entire decade or two before they'd, they'd run some sort of a new scam back to back like that. So you wouldn't even remember the last scam they run. So that's distant memory and they can run the next scam. Now it's like scam after scam after scam after scam. And eventually on one of those loops, you're going to have that memory and you're going to say, okay, this doesn't add up. Right. And so no doubt, I think you're going to be seeing more of that. It might not all have to do with Trump hooker money versus COVID, but it's the same dynamic of this measured versus that, like war in Ukraine and that money maybe, or Trump hooker money. So it's going to be all these different dynamics that just don't add up and people are going to, that's going to cause a mass awakening. Because I mean, if you still have the spark of life in you, if you still have the spark of life and curiosity in you, like, isn't that what does it? Like the things that just don't add up, like, isn't that what does it? You're like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. I live here. I'm experiencing this. This doesn't add up. Something else is going on. Like, isn't that really the number one thing for an awakening? I mean, we might be at InfoWars and Alex Jones, what like crystallizes it and like aligns it and, and makes the gears mesh. But it's when the things don't add up that actually cause the awakening. Yeah. And like I said, I think this is another one of those things, another one of those moments. And and hopefully I'm right about that. And hopefully, you know, we get more uh, people awake. I definitely having my own dad kind of do this thing because I was afraid, you know, it's like it's 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 bad enough that, you know, people that I love uh, and family members and friends and things like that weren't awake or at this point now Um they're not at the point that they are at now. Uh, you know, they weren't that way before and they got the vaccine and they voted for the Biden and they did all of these things uh, that they really, you can't take it back now, right? You can't take it back now. And, and they definitely have a lot of regret and you can see it. And it's pretty sad, especially whenever you talk about the vaccine, right? So there's a lot of people that completely regret getting this vaccine and that's because it was getting pushed out. Oh, it's 98% effective. Oh, it's... You know, 86% effective. Oh, it's 75% effective. Oh, it's 63, you know, and it, that percentage zero. just kept going down and down and down until it's zero. But, you know, we did a video we, uh, at South by Southwest asking people about the vaccine, which you can find on Band Up video. And people were saying, 
they're ready for the next. They want the vaccine. You know, hopefully everybody is out here vaccinated. Hopefully everybody's vaccinated. I said, would you uh, agree to get adding this vaccination to a monthly shot or a you know yearly shot record, which is what they are doing, right? Yeah, and, you were out on dirty six. Yeah, doing and that. they were saying, yeah, no, even I was back, on, I even was back then, it was calmer. I was on Congress. I was at the Paramount. Yeah, it was it was really insane. And it was so funny because you knew that these people flew here with their mask on and they get to Austin and they get to Texas and they just rip the mask off. They're like, oh, I'm free now, you know, because nobody Saw was wearing no one was wearing a mask. And the people that were one of the girls, I asked her about masks and she's like, well, I have my mask right here. And I'm like, OK, you have your mask in your pocket. That doesn't mean anything. Stops you know? the virus, even in the pocket. Yeah. It's just the idea. <laughs> yeah, no. Just literally. the idea that you would wear a mask is enough for that virus to step down. <laughs> it's like, so step just down the virus. <laughs> the angst. I've got it the, right here. The mask. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. One of the, one of the uh, heavier, I would say obese uh, women that I interviewed had a mask halfway on her face and halfway off, which is why I approached her. And she was, she, you know, I said, could I interview you? And I was like, oh, I'm a, you know, local Austinite and I just have my own little, you know, broadcast and we're just asking people about South by Southwest. And she got really excited. Oh, I, I remember my days of doing that. I'm a film critic. Sure. So she stands up which takes her a minute because she's so wobbling around and she gets her mask, she takes it off and she shoves it into her bag. And then she gets on camera and I ask her, you know, um, who are you here to see? And then after she gets hyped from that question, I ask her, how come nobody out here is wearing a mask? And she just was like in complete shock. A lot of people with that reaction, which was obviously entertaining for me, but there, then she goes on to say, I, I want, I hope that everybody starts wearing a mask again. I want everybody in masks. At the same time, she just shoved her filthy, dirty mask that she was halfway wearing into her bag. So they just want everybody to do what they tell them to. Yeah. It's this mentality that's, that is just like, ugh. it's just, it's disgusting. It's a disgusting mentality. Where they could have like, so very easily been anti-mask. Trump tried to make him anti-mask when he promoted it. Oh, yeah. They were anti-vax for sure because they were like, oh, Trump's promoting it? I'm not getting anything that has Trump's name on it, you know? And now they're like, oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, vax number five. Yeah, vax number five. I asked him, I said, so you have all boosters, right? Oh, yeah, I'm boosted up. I'm boosted up. I'm oh, like, my gosh. I said, so will you be uh, uh, doing a self-quarantine at your house when you get back to your home state? And they're like, oh, I have three tests on me just to make <laughs> it. Like, yeah, you keep using those PCR tests that don't don't work causing climate change Cause, yeah <laughs> how dare they they love it they love it um i did want to also ask you or i saw you um comment you know there's all of this uh tran tranny stuff going down there's you know the bud light the mulvaney uh bud light do you think bud light is actually is is bud light a part of that or was that just what what do you what are you so i've got a little bit of an inside track here what I was told, see, there's the, Anheuser Busch got bought out by a Belgian company called InBev about a decade ago. Um, but what happened was now it, everything used to be run out of St. Louis. Everything Anheuser Busch used to be run out of St. Louis. I mean, marketing, sales, everything. When it sold to InBev, everything changed. So now all the different beers kind of have their own little thing going on. And so. 
what goes on at Budweiser might not be even talking about what's going on at Bud Light. And so what what I was told is that the Bud Light people made this decision, which I know people directly on the marketing team, and they are, I will say, not liberals, but they'll they'll do whatever they think will sell. If they think right. putting a if they think putting a rainbow dildo dildo on a can of Bud Light will make <laughs> sales go up, they'll do it. Like that's just that's how they think. Um, so I was told that basically the Bud Light people made the decision to do this, and most of the other branches got really ticked off. And it kind of went up the, say, corporate ladder, uh, but there's nothing they can do about it. It's done. Bud Light runs its own thing. InBev is not going to stop this campaign. So it, it goes on. Yeah. And I'll never drink another Bud Light unless they, like, reverse course. I mean, I grew up drinking Bud Light. I'm from St. Louis. I would go down to the to the brewery and drink it right from the tap, literally. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I was drinking Bud Light, like, before I could drive. So, oh. but, yeah, never again. Yeah, no, I was I was seeing a lot of uh, I saw this uh, Kid Rock did a whole thing. Did you see this uh, Kid Rock? Because uh, I'm seeing like on, on he's coming to Austin. Is he the No Snowflakes tour? Oh, nice. Are you gonna go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, at the Moody Amphitheater downtown. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nice to see like little stuff like that. We saw, um, Rob Schneider whenever he came in and did like a whole thing, at uh, cap city. And it was so great to see, uh, somebody, uh, you know, speaking up and like somebody with that kind of, uh, fan base or that kind of, you know, platform to be coming out, which Rob, which Schneider's, Rob Schneider's always been, or not always been, or early on, he was like an anti-vaxxer because he was talking about the, uh, the hepatitis B, right? He said that was his turning point was hepatitis B. Why are we giving it to babies? It's like, you can only get hepatitis B through like drug use or through, uh, sex, and so he's like, why are we giving this to babies? And he explains this whole thing in his awakening. Um, I saw he did an interview with uh, the High Wire. And so Dell went to, Dell said that he went to the same comedy show, right? That he did like a little two shows here in Austin. And that while he was doing uh, his standup, there was some people that were sitting with mask on and he really harps on the mask. Like his set is phenomenal. It's great. And that these, this couple that were sitting there with a the mask on, you can see them like their shoulders kind of raised and they were getting kind of upset while he was doing his jokes. Then he said some jokes, not about mask and they kind of eased back up, but then he went right back in on, on the mask and they got up and walked out. <laughs> the comedy you know, show. You, liberals have no sense of humor. Um, Ryan Long came to town and I wouldn't even call him a conservative, but he's, he's definitely like makes fun of the liberals, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if he's conservative or not, but he makes fun of liberals. He's Canadian. And he came to town to do a set and you can tell like his whole set isn't based off making fun of liberals, but every once in a while, one of the bits really goes in on a liberal ideology right. hard. And you can always tell the liberal in the room when that happens. Yeah. Every single time you can tell the liberal in the room and there were acts that went before him that really strictly made fun of conservatives. Yeah. And like a couple of jokes that would have been aimed directly at me. And I laughed. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That's pretty funny. Right. Yeah. Like I didn't get offended and want to like right. start a whole thing. Uh, but no, as soon as he, as soon as long started making cracks at liberals immediately, someone harumph, you know, Oh, how dare you? Or some, yeah. you know, and it's just like, man, you guys have no sense of humor. Get over it. You're at a comedy show. Yeah. 
I, I really like that Austin's kind of taken on this whole like comedy. Uh, you know, I would say I hope it continues to grow because it's great because you can't you should be able to laugh at both sides of things. You should be able to sit through a comedy set of, of a comedian's, you know, with, they're working up this whole skit you know, to make you laugh. It's not to offend you. It's, it's supposed to be funny. And obviously if you go to somebody who is outspoken politically, who goes out of their way, somebody like a Rob Schneider, then don't get tickets to this show or, or do your research, which I thought was funny. I was like, these people probably just heard Rob Schneider know nothing about any, anything. Cause he's, he's very outspoken. Um, about what he thinks. And, yeah, uh, they just don't know. And they just went, yeah. they yeah. just went. It's Rob and, Schneider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the a, it's, it's the, the gigolo. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, here's a uh, here's that kid rock a uh, little bit here. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. <laughs> fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser Busch. Have a terrific day. <laughs> Have a terrific day. <laughs> Have a terrific day. Yeah. So that there's an ad right there. No, I was saying I saw like a dude where he jumps out, you know, like a whole pack of Budweiser and he replaces it with like Miller Light or something. It's like it's it's what they're doing for the money, right? This was obviously the wrong move. Um, because you, uh, they weren't thinking clearly about their, you know, who they're selling to, their consumers. Like, this is Bud Light. This is a beer. These guys are not. They, here's what the, the Bud Light marketing team embraces every trend. If you just look at what their marketing strategy is, it's always the trend. It's it's what they do. If it's the gay trend, they'll do the gay trend. If it's a movie trend, they'll do a movie trend. If it's a college football trend, if it's a, a patriot trend, like, they don't, they embrace whatever trend. And I, I think what maybe what's happening here is that the people that just kind of blindly watch TV, that sounds oxymoronic, but they, you know, they blindly watch TV, they probably actually think this trans thing is a real trend. They don't actually know what's going on politically. They don't know the agenda behind it. They just freaking see, you know, men pretending to be women everywhere. And they're like, mm -hmm. well, shit, let's hop on this advertising campaign. Let's put a dude as a chick on the bottle. People like that. Americans like that now. <laughs> right, I guess we'll put a chick, fake chick on the bottle. And they really don't understand what's going on culturally with it. They just slap it on there and figure yeah. it'll sell a million beers. Uh, I think they mismeasured on this one, though. Yeah, and then Mulvaney wasn't even a trans, a tranny uh, a still year had, ago. Does, you know, did Mulvaney was, still have the, uh, the 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 male member? Do we know? I uh, I would guess so. I mean, unless he's had it removed within the last year, because that's whenever, you know, when this whole tranny movement really started happening and these brands started adopting the movement as, you know, like we're saying, like Bud, Bud Light or whatever. Um, obviously, there are plenty behind it that were uh, follow suit as well. Um, he then started getting into this because that's where the money is. You know, he worked his way all the way up into the White House. He wasn't doing this before a year ago. He was he was dressing as a man a year ago. He was a man a year ago. Yeah, he was know? a failed actor. 
Yeah, and now and now he's this. You know, what is his net worth now? He's I would a successful wonder. actor as a woman. Yeah, he's he's a man. Yeah, and there's and a lot you can take all. away from that, but absolutely. Yeah, he's like the wants to become almost like the mascot for the trans movement, and he's really just you know making money off of them. That's all. He doesn't believe in it. And it, you know, I wonder too if he ever thought it would get to this point because no way. because even in that Bud Light commercial, it's. You know, I think the mask is starting to slip. Like he's yeah. starting to kind of like, even even he's like, I don't know if I can do this forever. <laughs> like, I mean, this is, I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, I, like the amount of work he has to do every day just to present as a woman, I'm sure is not fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I I don't know. I don't want to know, but I can't imagine. <laughs> um, you know, but but I think I think it's like he's starting to just kind of be like, all right, well. I guess I'm just going to see, <laughs> I'm going to get as crazy as I can until they fire me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think that it's, I mean, uh, I it, mean, it's, he's in a bathtub no... shimmying with bubbles and Bud Light. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. Who, wh who's buying that? Yeah. And a dude, you yeah, tell, are no. you marketing to men? He's marketing to, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. He's, he, oh. well, he is, he's marketing to the men who are doing what he's doing. Right. This, I bet you, you could probably find it right now. I bet you, I bet you 95% of Bud Light, Bud Light drinkers are men. Oh yeah. A hundred percent or more. There, there's no woman out there crushing back cans of Bud Light. I mean, well, maybe there are, yeah. but I, mean, I wouldn't say that. A in large Missouri, there are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Smashing them on the head. Uh, yes, yeah. actually. Well, I can tell you, there's for for every one of those, there's probably two trannies cr crushing <laughs> <laughs> crushing ah. Bud Light's back, and that's yeah. his audience. That's who he's who he's uh, his audience is. Just like these, uh, you know, these. Antifa trannies or whatever, what what are they? You know these uh, knife, oh, yeah. the this new movement that came out of nowhere. I don't know. It's kind of a weird, weird knife party. I don't yeah, know. the the trannies that are the the flyers and stuff where the it's like all of these. You know, men dressed as women with AKs or you know like oh, oh. or ARs and it's yeah, they told weird. the they told the trans community to arm up because arm up. people wanted to kill them so fine okay i mean those are I, the ones drinking bud light the, that group one goes up and it. one goes up and shoots up a club or shoots up a school maybe it'll be a club next well actually one did i guess did shoot up the club yeah. actually that last non-binary person yeah and you can support them by going and watching a madonna concert if you'd like she's coming to, <laughs> she's coming to austin yeah and all, all of her ticket money that she raised goes straight to uh the family of the tranny that I, shot I, up the school well literally i did see madonna back in the day i have to tell yeah. you oh well that was madonna so this new thing i don't know what this is it wasn't this it this wasn't was this like madonna. i never i did not see this coming with madonna honestly i i I've seen videos of Madonna that I wish I could burn from my memory. <laughs> I remember watching Madonna's music videos when I was a kid because I did like her music growing up. I still oh, like yeah. her music. Yeah, I yeah. actually do. Even some the of her oldies. Even like some of her even some of her newer stuff isn't bad. Some of her club stuff. But uh, I remember being traumatized by her videos as a kid. Like just like it wasn't. It was just. I don't even know. She was so creepy even back then in some of her videos that, like, I just couldn't watch her videos. But I liked her music. Her concert was good. But she's just batty now. It's like all the surgery is starting to, like, get into her it's like brain It's, seeping or into yeah. her brain. It is wow, look so at that. crazy. Look at that. <laughs> Did you think 40% of Bud Light drinkers were female? I didn't see that coming. 
Holy moly. I don't buy that. 2007, this article. 40%? I mean, maybe back then. I mean, probably more now because of the amount of men that are identifying as women. I would say say that that number's probably You said that's from 2007? Yeah, this article is. I was in high school. I wasn't drinking back then. I wasn't drinking back then. Actually, I, I well, I I am represented on this map, but but in not just the male category. Yeah. Well, here's some uh, another push for this uh, tranny movement. The country music awards were uh, here in Austin or at the. Yeah, they were downtown. Yeah, yeah they shut the whole street down. It was the craziest, weirdest weekend. It was weird. Actually, yeah, <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, country music uh, awards go woke. Uh, so more people upset about this. It's like, well, okay. Again, how do you not know your audience? <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know what's more obvious, a Bud Light audience or a country music audience? Yeah, exactly. Which one is it's, more obvious? It's they're, like, they're just you're like, really, they're like just lifting rocks and they're like, will this yeah. do it? Will this one do it? Is this one going to turn yeah, on us? Who's going to buy the trans <laughs> crap? Like who's next? What haven't we gone? What rock haven't we gone under yet? Yeah, for sure. They're going to throw a, they're going to throw a woman, a, a man pretending to be a woman out on the football field next. Oh Yeah. They're, they're going to do as much as they can, and, and it's not going to end. It's, it's the most ridiculous thing. Sorry. So, yeah, here's a little video of that. We don't have to listen to this trash music. I'm sure it's trash uh, at this point. Boy, oh, boy. I'll tell you. When they take country music, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You they came, they came for the beer. They came for the country music. They're not going to stop. Uh, and, and the song that they sing is this, is this, we're, if I, I'm going down, I'm going down to, if you go down, I'm going down to, is the, is the name of the song. That's that not cryptic sing. at all. Yeah, I, I was like, uh, going down. Mm, that that's sounds not, great. That's not cryptic at all. Here is one win uh, that I wanted to to hit on, and it's this uh, Yale to offer single-gender dorms after Muslim students voice concerns. So religion wins on this. Yeah, the uh, Muslims are the most conservative religion <laughs> on the planet now. Yeah. The Catholics aren't existent. You've got gay priests and female priests, so they're gone. Oh, yeah, 100%. The Muslims are like the last religious stand against this, this bull crap. Yeah, we have to back the Muslims. <laughs> now we see why they wanted us angry at them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's gonna keep. It's gonna keep going. It's gonna continue. They they're always coming for. Well, I mean, their ultimate goal, I would say, is the children all the time. Um, and we have to do everything to protect the children. Uh, I know that there's a bill uh, that we're trying to get signed uh, here in Texas about uh, the drag queens SB 12. One, uh, one of them got signed today. It yes. might have been SB 12. Yeah, it was SB 12, but it hasn't been officially uh, signed yet uh, by the governor. But yeah, it did pass. And so we're looking for that one to, to move forward. And that one basically is saying that drag queens can't do uh read books to sex do sex stuff read books to kids any anyone yeah. dressed out of their out of their uh born gender 
cannot uh, present in front of children. And it's really crazy because I saw this uh, place, this brewery that does drag queen bingo. And they did this whole post where they were saying, uh, help us fight, push back. They don't want us to have drag queen bingo. And it's like, no, it's the sexualization that's happening. This, These are not innocent uh things that are happening you, they're just not like there aren't drag queens just dressed up and they're reading out numbers to people and then they're and that's the bingo that's the game that's not the problem the problem is that you're telling people to bring money and this is a this is a kid-friendly uh venue and well, thank god for marjorie taylor green <laughs> oh, going yeah. on 60 minutes and calling them pedophiles. oh yeah yeah that was so good uh and yeah that was hilarious marjorie she is a she definitely is a fighter and i love it and that's why she got attacked right by uh the new york uh it was a mob out there yeah they were they were saying oh just don't bring the violence here marjorie we're talking about you you know and it's yeah yeah conservatives don't bring the violence one one rally in the history of conservatives gets violent. Every Democrat rally gets violent, but okay. Yeah, it's the entire cities burned to the ground. But right, it's it's us who are doing all the damage. It's us that are that are doing all of the bad. Democrats are a party of pedophiles. Yes. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats <laughs> Democrats support. Even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Sure. Okay. Defeat. Okay. <laughs> and and that's, like, uh, that's like when she had Trump on there. And I don't remember what Trump said. It was Hunter, was Hunter Biden laptop was real or they mm -hmm. spied on me, whatever. It's been totally proven in Leslie Stahl. No. No. How can you say that? That's yeah. How you can't say that? They're not pedophiles. Yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. It, they actually are, and they're actually spade not. Spade is a spade. Yeah, a spade is a spade. Um, Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie. MTG for president. Marjorie. Uh, <laughs> would she ever run? Would you? What no, do you? No. I, I heard you saying earlier about a, another candidate. Uh, I like Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, yeah. What What do you I like, like him about lot. him real quick? He's promising to abolish a bunch of federal agencies. I think eight alphabet agencies he's named he would abolish. He wants to cut the federal government by 90%. Um, it, you know, just stuff like that, like promises and policy that is cut and dry. Doesn't leave any room for outs. You're promising it, you're going to deliver, or you're not. Now, he might be doing that strategically to just move the goalpost that far to the right, knowing he's not really viable to win this round. So I'm going to come out there, and I'm going to put the narrative way over here. Either way, thank God for him doing that too. And I hope Donald Trump is listening, and it, at oh, least yeah, he we'll put— our show for sure. At least we'll put Vivek in his administration or cabinet. Yeah, that would be that would be cool to have. Because uh, who would be Trump's VP? I don't know. Maybe Vivek. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, Mike Pence. Carrie, Carrie Lake. A lot of people. I'm joking. <laughs> no, Carrie Lake said she doesn't want it. Yeah, she wants that to be change. president. That could easily change. But no, I don't think Carrie Lake. All right. Well, guys, uh, Owen has got to go. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, say thank you again for coming on giving us your little 
your hot take. I know tonight I was a big was I, a big uh, deal. I've been I've been telling you guys I would come on, and I keep trying to push it back. So I had to I had to get here tonight, no matter what. Awesome. Well, thank you very thank you. much. We really appreciate that. It was uh, a good you, time. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any uh, thing else you want to? Any upcoming anything you want to give to the people before you depart us? No. This is my fourth show today. I yeah. think I'm just, just gonna. Yeah, you just go. Home. I think I'm just gonna sign off in peace. Sign yeah. off in peace. Sign hey, off in uh, peace. So, uh, so we, we're gonna get you running for president, right? We gotta we get. We're, I'm not old enough. I'm not old enough. Sorry. <laughs> you gotta can't be 80 at least. Can't do it. No, you. Ha- <laughs> I'm not. I'm only 33, so I can't run. Well, we'll just continue to back Alex. I like that uh, movement. Was Alex for funny. president. The T-shirt ad is great. Yeah, get you guys. Thank a you. Shirt. Thank you, Chink Yogurt. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming in and we'll continue another, uh, just another, I don't know, half hour or so with you guys and go over some of this other news that we missed. Uh, and I'm just going to put on this video real quick while we uh, say goodbye to the deadliest vaccine. Being dead on the field, um, passing out. Oh no, it's an ad. It's an ad. Hold on. There we go. There we go. Was lied to his lawyers, yeah, lied to the federal authorities, lied to state no, authorities. That ad is really tell funny. you a recent you know interesting what? vignette you. involving me. So his lawyers have now said, oh, yeah, he was a liar in the past. He lied to everybody. But suddenly God has come down to him, lightning has struck. And he's suddenly turned to a complete truth teller. Well, two days ago, he did a tweet about me, which constituted a defamatory lie. He suggested that I was on Jeffrey Epstein's island with underage girls. Uh, obviously, that never happened. The one person who accused me is now recanted and basically said she may have mistaken me for somebody else. Nobody has ever accused me. Even she never accused me of being on Epstein's house. Well, you're not, on the, you're not on the flight logs, and no one has ever said they saw you other than one person. that. Well, re- yeah. but, but Michael Cohn decided to lie about me, and I'm going to sue him. And so this will be something that can be used in cross-examining. Oh, I'm Michael sorry to interrupt. Cohen. Start over. You're going to sue Michael Cohen. Now, that's big news. Yeah, Please tell I'm, us. For defamation and then the question that if he takes the witness stand he'll be asked you say you started telling the truth but you just lied about alan dershowitz you know he wasn't on epstein's island you know he's never had sex with an underage girl you just got mad at him because he called you a liar so you made up a story about him so you're still lying right how is he going to get around that <laughs> So you heard my point earlier, but I don't want to belabor that. All I'm getting at is we're seeing a massive backlash, and we know the feds, going to your point, did not indict Trump on these uh, same, as you say, non-issue Mickey Mouse garbage. And so I guess I'm trying to just read minds here, but I just don't see how such an obviously explosive decision was made for the first time in U.S. history. And I I think we can probably chalk it up just to the bubble that – that he's in in New York City, but how do you see this as a citizen unfolding? And then I'd like you to get into all the other facets you'd like to, Mr. Dershowitz. Well, I don't think it's necessarily just the bubble. I think he wants to be reelected. He made a promise. He promised he would get Trump, and if he doesn't get Trump, he loses his reelection. Uh, he has gotten contributions. We know reportedly he got a half a million dollars from George Soros. And whether he got a call from Soros or just anticipated that Soros might cut back on his contributions if he doesn't do it, uh, this can't be based on objective legal standards. Nobody else would ever be indicted 
for these kinds of absurd non-crimes. So plainly, he succumbed to pressure. He was pressured by his two former uh, assistant district attorneys, one of whom wrote a book, um, saying that they ought to go after Trump. But he resisted that pressure initially, and then he succumbed to it. So I don't know whether he got pressured from other people as well, but this is not a righteous, objective, neutral application of the law and the facts. This is something very different. Keep an open mind until you see the indictment. Remember, the indictment hasn't been leaked. The fact of the indictment has been leaked. And by the way, the district attorney, Bragg, should be investigating who leaked it. It's in his building. It's under his nose. It's in his watch. And is he investigating who made the leak? A leak in New York by grand jurors or by members of Bragg's staff uh, constitutes a classy felony subject to a year to five years in prison. So I think it's important to know whether Bragg is, in fact, investigating this leak. Wow. Again, you're the legal scholar. I'd like you to go wherever you, you know, want here. But just briefly bringing in Barnes here, we'll be interviewing you coming up in the next few segments. Uh, Robert, you got Alan Dershowitz here with the case of the, not the century, this is the, the, the case, I mean, in U.S. history, everybody's admitting it. Uh, what, what should I be asking Dershowitz? I'm glad you're here. Uh, yeah, yeah, Professor. Uh, the Can you uh, describe for people, I know the courts have sadly not meaningfully enforced it in my view, but that there is a limit on prosecutorial discretion in the Constitution, colloquially known all as right, selective all prosecution. All right, all right. We are back. Thank you guys uh, for holding in. I just wanted to uh, play a little video while I uh walked Owen out. Uh, so thank you guys again for tuning in uh, to another episode of the Liberty Broadcast. We broadcast on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock. Uh, today we had Owen Schroyer on. Uh, next Tuesday we will have Anthony Aguero uh, from the Liberty or from the Liberty <laughs> from the Border News uh, Network. Uh, so we'll be having him on uh, next week kind of discussing everything that's going on at the border uh there's always something uh going down over there obviously it's in the news every week uh hearings and all kinds of things talking about uh some stuff that i will cover here let's see i actually came across let me see let me just start from the top here because there's a lot of stuff um, that I kind of skipped over, uh, but I'm glad that we were able to get Owen's hot take, uh, which he's been giving out all day long, <laughs> which is, is very true. I think, did he do Owen's or um, Alex's show? Was Alex in studio today? I didn't catch the show. I don't know. It's Tuesday. I wasn't able to catch it either. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let's see. Here in Austin, uh, one positive. So this is a positive news, which is something that we don't really have a lot of happening. Uh, and what that was, was dealing with the homeless. So we've heard of them here in Austin where, you know, they always want to adopt like or get their hands on an old hotel and change it into a, some kind of homeless camp or uh, something like that. It's never working. They're never focusing on the real uh, deal, which, you know, the same whenever it comes to this whole like shooting up the schools and all of these things. They don't want to ever focus on the real deal, which is what's the problem. It's the, it's the mental it's, it's, you know, it's, it's that it's these people have, 
problems. They need help. They, they don't need not guns. You know, people are going to get out and they're going to commit these crimes regardless if they have a gun or not. They'll do it with a knife. They'll do it, you know, with, with explosives. They'll do it. However, they, however they can get away with it. Somebody wants to kill you. They're, they're going to do it. And uh, before I actually move on to this homeless thing, now that I'm saying that I did come across a video, I hate when I can't find uh, stuff that I tweet out. But, uh, oh, there it is. It's right in my face. I saw this video, and I thought that I would play this before I move on uh, to the ne next uh, subject. But this video caught my attention for sure. Oh, sorry. It's to protect yourself from the police. And do you see any link between that and these sorts of incidents? This is iced tea. Nah, not really. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to kill people, you know, they don't need a gun, do it. Makes it easier though, doesn't it? Not really. You can use, uh, you can strap explosives on your body. They do that all the time. So when there's the inevitable backlash mm -hmm. of the anti-gun lobby as a result of this incident, as it always is. Well, that's not well, going to well, change anything in the United States. Anything. Nah. The United States is based on guns, you know? Like KRS says, you'll never have justice on stolen land. So it's not going to change. Yeah, it's not going to change. What we need to be doing is trying to help people that need it, that are suffering mentally. And, you know, these people, they're using drugs and, and other ways to kind of escape this mental prison that they have. And they're not getting the help that they really need. And that's a pro big problem here. That's a big problem uh, with homelessness. You know, and, and what they end up doing is just fee making it easier for these people to live in these horrific conditions. And I came across this uh, KXAN uh, news article. It's a, a local, obviously, article about a proposed medical complex in Northeast Austin could bring health care services closer to low-income patients and people experiencing homelessness. Now, this is a big change from what we normally see here. What we normally see is that they want to take over an entire, uh, like hotel. I was saying, a hotel, and it's going to cost $87 billion to remodel it, and it's only going to be able to help 25 people at a time and then it gets destroyed yeah and then it gets destroyed uh and everybody suffers from it this is a little bit of a change of pace here and this is like some of the reasons that i stick around and i'm not like running off to other places now like owen was saying earlier he's like oh yeah he's looked on the map and has found like areas that are you know giant huge huge trump supporter areas very conservative uh, places. I've done that too. And, and I've thought about that too. Um, the sad reality is that I'm just a city girl and I cannot leave this stupid city as much as I want to. It's not completely stupid, but it is, it is right now. And, um, and as much as I want to, I just can't do it, but it is nice because I do have family on these out outskirts, these little towns where you go in to visit these towns for like a weekend or something. And it's just great. I mean, you can feel everybody's so great and so nice and so generous. The energy and, and everything the energy, changes. Yeah, everything has changed. Hard workers um, everywhere. I mean, you know, the real, the real grassroots of what makes Texas, Texas 
falls in these little towns and why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Hopefully I get to um, a place where I want to get back to that and I want to or not get back to that, but I want to be in that. I want to be in that kind of environment. And right now I think I have the energy and I have, you know, I I have the momentum right now to keep going and and to keep pushing back because that's what we need the most of right now. We need the most out of everybody pushing back against these things, pushing back against uh, drag queen, queen story hour or whatever to being sexual with these kids basically, because you know, you're, you're sexualizing the kids. You're making them question who they are. I saw an article about um, parents that are using their baby as an experiment and not assigning the baby a gender at all. Oh my god! Like at the all, babies? there's no gender. A baby. The babies. Yeah, the babies. Yes, they're just they. Yeah, the babies, and it's just a really, really cruel game. And they, you know, for them to even call it an experiment, it's like, okay, so is this your child or is this just a lab rat to you? And a lot of people don't look at it that way, but they should because whenever you're injecting these, these not vaccines, when you're injecting these these like chemical mrna just these uh, just gene therapies gene therapies just like mind control serums into these people uh or people and then they're injecting them into their kids i guess they are kind of using their kids as lab rats right because and and which is only helping push this movement of hey let's see how my kid responds to that let me see how my kid responds to that and it's like these kids aren't confused enough and this is one of the most crucial times in a child's life is at the early stages when their brain is developing when they're learning and they're figuring out things you know they always say like kids are a sponge they are they yeah. literally are That's they're they're careful. giant sponges not to corrupt them yeah it's so it's so critical not to corrupt them and it's it seems like it's the only thing that everyone is out to do and it's you know aside from all of the all of the you know other chaos that's happening we have this to worry about and the this is our you know the future generations to come and this is the way that we're raising them and this is the mentality that we're giving them that this you know ABC is not what it is. It's actually GXY, you know, or it's a, yeah, do away with the alphabet, you know, like they stop teaching kids cursive. No kids are writing anymore. Everybody has shit handwriting. Nobody, you know, like kids don't even know the basics of anything because they're pushing, um, they're pushing out this crazy agenda and they're being, uh, they're allowed to do it. Somehow they're allowed to do it. Um, I know somebody that uh, here in Austin, you know, we talked about this last time they had uh, pride week for the kids in Austin. They sent out all of the curriculum that they were going to be teaching to all of the parents uh, for AISD. And my friend uh, forwarded me the curriculum asking me what I thought about it. And it's insane. It was crazy. Every day there was a word of the week and it was leading, you know, it's leading. It's not actually saying like, this is this. It's like inclusivity. And and that, that, that inclusiveness that they speak about is not what you and I grew up thinking about. It's this other thing. You know, oh, they, yeah. they've kind of taken over pride. And I said, the only pride that kids need to be focused on in school is the pride for their school. 
like it used to be, not the pride for something that is irrelevant to them, that is, means nothing to them, especially to elementary school. So she kept her kids home for the whole week of Pride Week. You know, and it's like, what are you going to do whenever it's something like these Muslim, you know, like Muslim religion, right? Where, you know, they're pushing back. What about religions, you know? And, and obviously the, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to be a part of that um, because it doesn't, it doesn't help their ultimate agenda, which is just like ruining these generations and controlling them and all of these things. And uh, I don't know. I mean, hopefully there's enough of us. Uh, I'm sure there are enough of us that care. And I think that if we keep waking people up and people keep seeing these things like this Trump indictment and and keep coming back to reality that they'll start caring more and maybe not on the political realm, but more just on the, on the life realm, right. Where we care about, you know, longevity life and, and being healthy and, and doing something and getting out there. You know, I, I read stories all the time, uh, because I want to, you know, have stuff for the show, but I also want to know what's going on. And I read the saddest story, uh, and it has nothing to do with, uh, politics or anything. It's just like a mother that was in a car accident, you know, and I, and you have to have these talks. I had a talk with my nephew and I'm like, Hey man, you know, you're not going to be here forever, you know? So what you do is does make an impact every that we're here every Tuesday. This does uh, change. This does impact people, whether it's on a small scale scale or a large scale, it doesn't matter uh, because we have good intentions here. We're here to help and we're here to listen and, uh, and we're going to keep doing it. I think there needs to be more of that. What is it? What do we have here? Oh uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, I, this is actually something I want to. You were talking yeah, earlier about, uh, you know, how the schools are like teaching them all these words and stuff. You know, like inclusivity. I'm sure, like, like they're probably seeing like your feelings are valid and all this stuff. You know, it's the new language. Well, they're also, uh, they're also doing this. So, um, they're uh, basically, you know, making the kids come and uh, they're mandated to watch these uh, drag performances that are done by the kids. Can I just say that this looks like, is this a cruel joke? Because this, I swear to God, this looks like, uh, what is that freaking, uh, uh, Marlon Wayans white chicks. This looks yeah, like, it does, <laughs> does look like white chicks, right? Yep. I mean, look. Oh my God. This is so ridiculous. This is some, this is crazy. Okay. We can continue. Sorry. Of course it is. Please give it up for Icarus! Our medical black. 
so I can't, uh, I'm not going to be able to watch this all the way through. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to watch this all, all the way watch through. It. Okay, so y'all, y'all basically get the point. Uh, we'll go ahead and switch out of this. But yeah, um, let's see. Uh, one of the one of the crazy things about this was is this was one of the um, the letters that they sent out to the parents or guardians. Hello, P- uh, PGHS is proud to present its annual multicultural expo taking place Friday, March third. Multicultural. Uh, during the day, students will be attending one of the two shows in the morning. Due to space constrictions, these assemblies are for students only. And please note, with, with the assemblies taking place until 11 a.m., early dismissals may not be available until after these assemblies are finished. In the evening, we want to invite you to attend a show dedicated to our families. This performance will begin at 5 p.m. in our main gym and include free, multicul- uh, a free multicultural yeah, free culture, uh, buffet hosted by the Performing Cultural Clubs which range from various cultures and backgrounds. Hope to see you there. So basically, what during the day, when it, what, what they're doing is they're just like, you know, not telling them exactly what's going on. And then so the kids show up and then they get brainwashed with this stuff. Yeah, and, and the kids don't care because they don't have to be in class. I mean, who doesn't want to... Right. You know, these kids are like, do you want to go to uh, uh, not work, not do your schoolwork? Yeah, sign me up. Right. Do you want to go to it doesn't matter where to what it is. The kids want to go as long as they're not, you know, having to be in class, listen to their teacher. Yeah. And like uh, I'm going to turn it down. But at the uh, at the end here, like as you can see, like uh, there, there's people that are just walking out. They, they don't want to have anything to do with this. So, um, yeah, even even some of the kids. But there's a lot of them out there cheering it on, too. So. Yeah, probably a lot of uh, confused yep. uh, children out there too. Uh, I'd be confused too. I would think I would be probably uh, very, very confused here. I'd be, where did that picture go? Here it is. Let me open this. Yeah, this is probably, oh man, how come I can't go to the picture that I want <laughs> to go down? Ah. Uh. Anyway, I was just trying to say this looks like uh, maybe this makes it big. No. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, I'm not good at I'm a bad IT. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll just show you. This is what it looked like we were <laughs> looking at here. Just this total white chicks. Like, it. it's come all the way around. It's come full circle. I mean, we're looking at. At the, this is exactly how that drag yeah. looked, right? Oh my god, white chicks! That movie was so funny. It was really funny. I watched it really uh, not so long ago again. Just I don't know why I did, but it's a classic, I guess. That's whenever it was really funny, right? That's whenever you could watch things like Tropic Thunder, and and just laugh your ass off at a at a. What's his name? The Iron Man character dude. What's the guy who plays Iron Man? Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> what do you mean these people? <laughs> or whatever. Oh, God. That was like my favorite movie of all time whenever um, very late on. I didn't catch on to it till it was till it was already on uh, on DVD or whatever. That's whenever I saw it. But 
Anyway, yeah. So that so that is the attack that we're under. The attack, uh, and just like you know, the Twitter, the whole or not Twitter, but the whole TikTok thing too. It's like. It's these little things that they want you to pay attention to. So like this Trump indictment, it's all about obviously stopping Trump from running. It's it's all about, uh, you know, interfering with the presidential election. It's about that. But it's also to keep you from not caring about everything else, right? Because where's Joe Biden on him being able to let this China balloon, right? We care about China so much. We want to... Um, endorse this TikTok uh, ban or whatever. Oh, China's bad. TikTok's getting all your information. Uh, China's getting all your information. Oh, you care so much about China getting my information, but yet you let China fly spy balloons over very, very, um, very uh, serious areas around our states that have, you know, secret you know, I think like military bases and things like that, but it's okay. We care about you so much. We don't want China to have your information. It's not about China spying on us. You know, the it's, it's way more than that. We went over it um, last week about how this is just the, the uh, doorway for them to be able to control everything. You know, social media has grown to be something that I don't think anyone ever imagined it to be. And now the government is like, oh, no, I want to be able to control this, too. It's gotten too big. Um, and we want to be able to censor people and to cr control people and hold them accountable for things that they're saying online or stop them from being able to say things online and, and uh, find them money for, for certain things. If we don't uh, have aligning views, we want to you know, punish these people. And it's just another, uh, source of tyranny. It's, 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 but it's on the internet and it's through the social media platforms. That's what TikTok, the whole TikTok thing is about. It's not about China. Okay. We have our own people that spy on us. Our own government spies on us. So you really think you're going to fool us and tell us that we're so concerned about China spying on us? You're not concerned about China doing anything. I mean, honestly, we America, right, loves China. Our government loves the hell out of China. You won't go anywhere and not find something ma literally made in China. Everything is made in China, 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 China. China is asshole. China is asshole. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back to what I was talking about is nothing to do with China and nothing to do with, with any of that. I was talking about this very positive thing. I don't know how I managed to get away from it, but yeah, so there <laughs> back to this thing that doesn't relate to anything that I was saying, I guess people are mental. So, uh, experiencing, uh, issues, whatever, um, Austin is opening up or, or we're looking to, um, have this new space where people can get, um, help. They can, it's a clinical, it's got clinical space, pharmacy services, uh, de detoxification center, uh, center for, uh, substance abuse, alcohol disorders, um, 
you know, 50 beds for people experiencing homelessness, uh, just helping people and not necessarily just giving them a place to sober up, right? Because they could do that in jail, but giving them a place where they can recover. So this is actually really good news. Um, I wanted to share that because usually all the news that we go over is not uh, so good, but that definitely, I was like, oh, here's a, finally a little, a little something good. Now, next week we will be uh, talking with Anthony about the border, but I did uh, want to hit on it a little bit because there's just so much that's going on uh, that I wanted to cover. And one of the many things was the, uh, well, yeah. So one of the many things is that, uh, nope, that's not it. Where did it go? Sorry. I'm all like, don't go to Rainy Street alone. Yeah, we'll cover that one too. <laughs> if you didn't see the recent murder, um, yeah, mm -hmm. they killed mm -hmm. Clinton. So, the so this is uh, the border, right? So the border. Recently, there was a the fire. Everybody heard about the fire. Um, a lot of people killed in this fire. Uh, migrants that were being held, uh, mostly male migrants that were being held at this detention center uh, that caught fire. And uh, they're saying that the reason that it caught fire was because they were protesting because they heard that they were going to be getting deported. And so they were like protesting and lighting their mattresses on fire. Well, it's recently come out that guards were actually ordered not to open the door uh, for you know, or not for, but during the fire, the guards were told to just evacuate, which is, which is fucked up, right? Which is messed up because, you know, humanity, we shouldn't be, uh, concentrating, uh, camping these people or concentration camping these people. Um, but here's a, a little news about it, a little video about it from uh, New York post that I wanted to share with you guys. Yeah, so multiple uh, people died. Obviously, the what you're seeing here is like bodies. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, I also saw a, a video where they were uh, jumping out, where they had the uh, illegal migrants in like a bus and they were taking them back to the border and they like took over the bus and they like jumped out of the exits. Obviously they're going to do everything they can. I mean, they're, th they're throwing children over the fence. They're throwing, people are throwing themselves over the fence. And, uh, and then one, but the thing about it is whenever they do something like that, once they get over to our side, guess where they're going? They're going to our hospitals, right? They're getting our treatment. Um, the same with the kids, right? That that's why we're this now. We're like one of the largest sex trafficking, um, you know, groups in the world now, 
we are, our border patrol is, uh, because we're taking in these kids and now they have, you know, obviously we all, all know that they come over with these like papers or uh, little laminated things on, on their clothing. They're, you know, kids that are coming over with this that have like a name and an address and a phone number. And we're hand delivering these children uh, to these sex traffickers. It's not always a family that they're getting handed over to more than likely it is they are being trafficked into the states um and people are getting murdered you know we talk about the coyotes and how they're um you know if you're not paying the full bounty then they're probably just murdering the kids they, they don't care all they care about is is the money and and they're able to funnel that money through you know bringing children over raping them on their way the fentanyl crisis also you know um i even saw something uh, about uh somebody uh, a judge or something that recently got caught uh being a part of some kind of fentanyl uh some kind of ties to bringing uh drugs over over the border um so i'm sure that uh anthony can give us some more uh and uh, can give us some more, uh, not, An yeah, Anthony can give us some more uh, clarity on that, um, next week whenever we have him on. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty messed up. This is another, uh, video that I saw regarding the, uh, the migrants. This is, uh, Howley, uh, kind of going over some new developments happening at the border, something new, uh, that they've figured out. And I thought it was really interesting. So here it is. Here's the Texas monthly, not a notable conservative who reports, and I quote, at no point does the app ask users, are you seeking asylum? Those arriving for the CBP-1 appointments are given no interviews, asked no questions about vulnerabilities that they may or may not have listed in the app or about why they're coming to the United States. They're simply released into the country, end quote. So rather than building a wall, Mr. Secretary, you have built Ticketmaster for illegal immigrants. You are... Um, Senator, you are conflating programs. Let me, let me explain well, just, to just you. Just respond to this. Is it true that they are given no interviews, asked no questions, and simply released into the country? Let me explain to you what we announced on January 5th. No, no I want you to explain but, to me what's happening. I, I know what you oh, announced. So, I read it to you. So I, so I will explain to you what is happening. Are they given because, interviews? Let's start with that. Are they given interviews? We were previously experiencing... That's, almost, that's starting almost, to sound like a no. Well, let's just 90, let's just hone in here, Mr. Almost, Secretary. My time is is very limited. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to drive to some clarity here. Senator, Are the, the Texas Monthly has reported that once illegal immigrants go on their phone and reserve their time to come to the border, once they use your concierge service that you've created for them, when they come, they are given no interviews. They are asked no questions about any vulnerabilities. They are simply released into the country. Is that happening? Uh, Senator, you are mistaken. And if I may explain. Are they given interviews? If I may explain. Individuals who seek parole under our January 5th program for Cubans, Haitians, Nicaraguans, and Venezuelans are screened and vetted before they arrive at our border. That wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no they, they, go on an, they go on the phone and if they I, just reserve a time. And then they show up and they're not given, they're given nothing. Yep. 
And so that's something also we'll, we'll hit on next week. I'm sure that he has a better understanding about what exactly this app is. But yeah, so that's crazy. You can just uh, download an app, reserve a time, come to the border, and cross right over. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. And some people may believe that it's not true, but I'm, it's very true. I remember um, recently also seeing like uh, Ted Cruz. He was uh, talking about the different uh, bracelets, the different bands that they're giving uh, the children and order for the cartel to be able to keep up with if they've been paid, if they haven't been paid, you know, and things like that. So it's, it's really uh, terrible. It's not gotten any better. It's only gotten worse just as we imagined it would be. And yep, that is, uh, that is always going to be that way, unfortunately, until we do something about it. And there aren't enough of us doing something about it. Uh, which is something we really need to be doing. Here's some uh, another thing. I'm just kind of jumping around here. I thought this was pretty funny. Uh, the Hodge Hodge twins uh, block, were blocked by Cartoon Network yesterday. Wow. Yep. Cartoon because Network. he called them woke. Is that well, something? What happened? What did Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network has always been kind of woke, but what did they do this time? Oh no! What happened? Yeah, I mean, they're just always woke, uh, but this is kind of, even the cartoons are woke now, so he just retweeted this uh, uh, Cartoon oh Network post God. addressing oh, someone no. using their pronouns and name shows that you respect them as their authentic self. We celebrate uh, the journey of our trans and gender non-conforming friends on this Transgender Day of Visibility. And that's a gold check mark too, so you know it's... Definitely. Oh yeah, it was. It's definitely them, and uh, and yeah. So he called them that, and this is a little picture, uh, you know, that they had on there. They them they them. And it's really sad, and and I've seen it. You know, I have uh, friends that have kids, and you know, they've showed me their social medias and stuff, and uh, and kids that don't. Uh, know anything have no clue about anything and right under their name is like a she them or a they her and it's like what the hell is going, going on? on here it's almost like they're forced to do it because if you don't do it you think we're under pressure uh saying something or you know whenever i i have a friend uh that goes by they are you serious yeah well it's uh, yeah but but I don't uh, I'm not like hey you're not a they you're I'm an adult that person is an adult I don't give a shit do I call them they no I just try to say their name when yeah. I talk to them I just say their name okay now that's the kind of thing the pressure that I'm under as an adult right or the pressure if I want it take it as pressure right to me it's not pressure I don't give a shit I don't care that's not anything that I'm concerned about I don't care. Uh, I don't spend any time with this person really ever, okay? But I don't care. Now, imagine being a child yeah, that's where, you you where kids are bringing guns to school, where kids are choking out their teachers, where kids are doing all of this crazy stuff. Nobody's held accountable for it. Their Kids are not getting punished for it. The kid that shot, um, that's another uh, another thing, right? The kid that uh, that shot the teacher, Okay, so this is a story that I was going to bring up, right? Where is it? Uh, so there was like a seven-year-old kid that shot a teacher, 
Virginia teacher shot by six-year-old, okay? This is the kind of pressure that they're under. And not including, you know, the the scrutiny they they endure, just like a normal, being a teenager, just being a normal kid going to school, this is what they deal with, right? And And so here we are, six-year-old kid, a six-year-old kid brings a gun to school, okay? Guns are not the problem, okay? And I'll say that again. Guns are not the problem. The problem is, first off, the, the parents who didn't safely lock their gun up, who didn't have conversations with their children when they brought the gun. If you have a gun in your house and you have children, have a conversation with them. Have a conversation with them. Six years old, old enough, I think, to to be told, hey, guns, uh, safety is very important, we, you know, like something like that. You don't have to tell them, Hey, I have a gun, but have a conversation with them. And, and so they know the difference between right and wrong. Obviously this parent of this six year old kid that brought a gun to school didn't have a conversation with their kid. Matter of fact, this kid has been just doing the worst stuff and he's only six. He's a six year old kid. He's been on this planet for six years. Okay. And somehow this kid thinks because of his parents, right? Because that's where the real uh, mess up is, right? It's in the parenting. This, this parent did not teach their kids the difference between right and wrong because why? I don't know. They didn't think it was important. I don't know what, what the hell was going on. But now nobody's gotten in trouble for it. And so now the teacher that was shot is suing she's doing a uh, filing a 40 million dollar lawsuit claiming the school ignored multiple warnings and uh and the boy's violent mood right so the boy has a past of being violent he has a past of it he he you know he's uh and, and i'll go over this um the the kid is has a history of being bad and he's only six, right? So we're talking elementary school. So a first grade a teacher that was shot and wounded, thank God she didn't die, um, said the boy had a very, very violent mood. So this teacher, 25-year-old teacher, young teacher too, at this elementary school in Virginia, uh, was shot in the hand and chest on January 6th. Uh, uh, she sat reading uh, it to her school whatever, or to her class or whatever. So the kid has, here's the teacher. Okay. She just there, you know, teachers already have it bad enough dealing with all these bad kids because parents don't know how to parent. And then one day a six year old brings a gun to school, right? It's, it's insane. He, so here he is, had a history of violence, including an episode the year before where he strangled and choked his kindergarten teacher. Hello, what the hell is going on? Like, really? This kid strangled his teacher, okay, at the age of five. So when are we going to start holding the parents accountable for this? Nobody's been charged. Nobody's been charged. This boy shot somebody. Nobody's been charged, right? All, um, all, all of the uh, staff knew about it. They brought it up uh, to the staff and... You know what they said? Uh, his pockets. 
his pockets uh, are too small to carry a gun. So they didn't take the threat seriously. See, well, he has little pockets, right? The administration could not be bothered. The administrator downplayed the report from the teacher and, and the possibility of a gun saying, and I quote, well, he's got little pockets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're like, hey, I think this kid has a gun. And uh, your principals or your counselors or whoever the administration is in, in the office that comes down to investigate. That's literally what they said. They go, he's got little pockets. He's got little pockets. And, you know, uh, I mean, at this point, it, it's it's really insane. And it's just like these stories that just keep happening and keep happening. And, you know, this... This story isn't obviously isn't from yesterday, right? End of January, but it's still very relevant because this is the the world that we're in right now. This is our generate. This is our future generation, right? The when when have you ever heard of a six year old child bringing a gun to school and shooting their teacher? Oh, and the year before they choked out their kindergarten teacher. Like, what is happening? What in the world is happening? Um, we need stricter, uh, stricter consequences. We need a, or a consequence, something, um, you know, something needs to happen because no, nobody's being held accountable and it's just going on and on and on. I, I don't know what exactly we need to happen as far as laws go, but definitely we need something to happen because we lose teachers already as bad as, as, bad as it is, whether you're in a liberal uh, uh, city or state or not. You know, teachers are leaving for all different kinds of reasons. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's it's really really ridiculous for sure uh let's see uh what else uh texas man oh yeah <laughs> i was gonna talk about here uh in austin and i laugh about it it's not really funny somebody died uh somebody yet another person uh getting pulled out of the the, ri the river yeah lady dude lake it, yeah, that's really honestly, that's how they should rename it because it's so ridiculous. Uh, so here in Austin, there's a lake. Okay, it's called Lady Bird Lake. Uh, also, no, also known as Travis Travis uh, Lake, also known, I mean, Lake Austin. Lake Austin. Uh, different names for it. It's the same thing. Uh, so, so basically, um, uh, God, I hate this. I don't know how to work a computer. What's going on? Where did my story go? There it is. Okay. Uh, so somebody, this is the third person um, that has been murdered or missing and then found dead here in Austin. And obviously it's going to continue. I mean, people are getting murdered all the time now. I mean, every weekend somebody is getting shot or stabbed on sixth street and it's, it's happening. It's, it's happening. So recently they pull another body out of, out of the, out of the lady dude Lake and people go there guys. If you come to Austin, don't go to that. There are so many more nice places to go to. You can go to the Green Belt where the water is running. Okay. 
go to go find you a nice little spring water. Don't go to later later. Don't go to Lady Dude Lake because there is like bum shit in there. There's dead bodies in there. There's you name it. You are in it. We're, I don't care. Bacteria. Like it is the nastiest place you can go. But I can promise you, if you come to Austin during the summer and you go over the Congress Bridge and you look down into the water, you will see a never-ending slew of people out there on their uh, stand-up paddle boards or whatever the those you know trendy things are. I mean, people are out there, and it, it's insane. I wouldn't uh, people fish out of there. I I guess they eat the fish. I don't know what they're doing, but. It is not good. Uh, so 33-year-old Jonathan Honey was found dead in Lady Bird Lake, uh, which is what they call it now, right? Uh, <clears throat> near Rainy Street on April 1st, he was reported missing. Uh, I think this is the second, yeah, so this is the second incident in roughly a month where someone has disappeared and somehow ended up in the lake. So now people are starting to say that there's some kind of killer on the loose in yeah. Austin, right? Lady Dude Lake killer? Yeah. Lady Street killer? There's some kind of serial killer here in Austin killing people and then like throwing them in the, in the, in the dead body dude lake and... We're coming across them, and they're always people that are visiting from out of town because people that visit from out of town don't know any better. They go to Sixth Street where you will die. You um, look or at the bats. They want to go and do a run in the middle of the night around Lady Dude Lake, or they want to go to Rainy Street by themselves, which is over there. Or they get too drunk and they get separated from their friends, and somebody ends up murdering them. It's it's just like the never-ending cycle. But anyway, yeah, another dead body. Another dead body, and people are saying, hey, guys, it's not a serial killer. Happens all the time. It just happens all the time. It happens all the time. I know right now the hearings, the court hearings are happening for the uh, guy in the uh, that shot the dude, the Antifa dude on 6th Street. Um so there was a guy that was doing oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Uber. The, the captain from the army or whatever. Yeah. And he yeah. Yeah. And he shot whatever lift. Yeah. It was it lift a uh, lift driver. Austin. He's Maybe it's it like Uber. some core. I'll, I'll find out the details of it. I know. I it's remember something that. That's, yeah. No, clearly well, it's like, happening right now. They're having like court hearings now about that, it. Yeah. And, uh, and so, then I also go ahead. Oh yeah. So just so everybody knows what really happened was, is this crazy Antifa type person or like it wasn't really Antifa. It was more like a militia type or whatever. I can't remember. But it was uh, he was marching around with his gun, waving it around. Um, he has like amputee girlfriend or whatever. It's in a wheelchair. Garrett Foster. Right. Is that the protester? And sorry, go ahead. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, um. This dude just walking around with this gun, you know, like just psht, aiming it at people, you know, like. And, he was uh, like even <laughs> saying, I hope I get to use it. Yeah, yeah. And that too, he even like admitted Like in a know, video. Yeah, prior to him aiming his gun at people. And then so he got shot because, you know, like, I'm sorry, but if you aim your gun at somebody, well, that then just gives you every right to aim a gun and also pull the trigger. Sad. 
Sometimes it's got to be done because you, you can't just walk around aiming guns at people. Moral of the story, just don't do that. Bad idea. You might get shot. And now we're having court cases. Yeah. So now uh, there are. Oh, no. I lost it. Oh, God. It went away. <laughs> so now, yeah, they are uh, having. It? Yes. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, so now they're having the hearings uh, about it. Uh, officer testifies uh, about it. And um, let's see. Officer testifies Austin. Uh, protester Garrett Foster had been warned about the way he carried his rifle. Um, even people that were out there with him were saying the same thing. They were saying that um, he was carrying this rifle in, in a way that it looked like he was going to use it or he wanted to use it. He seemed antsy. Um, well, he literally aimed it. Yeah. So, so what happened was this guy got routed, uh, to, um, this guy got routed who was doing a, a Uber or a Lyft. Sorry. He was a Lyft driver. And unfortunately, Oh, it is Uber. Yeah. Uber driver. And he was, so on the night of July 25th, Perry, an army sergeant working as an Uber driver was traveling on fourth street and turned on to Congress Avenue where a black lives matter crowd was marching. Uh, Perry stopped in several Protesters approached his car, including Foster. Uh, police said uh, protesters have said they feared they were being attacked by someone in a car. Defense lawyers said 28-year-old Foster raised his AK-47 rifle at Perry. And Perry, uh, who obviously yep. was armed as anybody should be because you can be uh, here in Texas, uh, fired in self-defense. Uh, and then, Go ahead. And then our district attorney fucking got involved and then fucking yeah. was like no you gotta go you gotta go to prison for the rest of your life for defending yeah yourself. well so they're arguing that now and um he did call 911 after he talked yeah. to officers obviously uh huge mistake somebody. huge mistake right um you want to talk to no, officers actually, and 911 immediately Immediately, but also you want to be careful because here in Austin... Well, in Austin, I guess it's like you might yeah, as well just well, be you, an outlaw. You might you as well be yourself. an outlaw, but you want yeah, to get I'm a sorry. lawyer. You want to talk uh, yeah. with a lawyer. You want to have some kind of legal protection um, because you're not treated the best here. Our author yeah. authorities, our out, police officers, you, our fire, you know, yeah. firemen, everybody here is treated like trash like we don't need them until we need them and then we want them they're like they're like yo you had to defend yourself well you got to go prison yeah you oh you had to defend yourself uh i think you need to you need to go ahead and go yeah and that that's how it is that's how it is it's it's insane and it just it keeps going around and around and it's like well this guy wanted to use his gun Right. This guy wanted to do that. And hopefully uh, the jury is able to see that uh, he acted in self-defense. If somebody points an AK-47 at you and you, you, what would you do? You would feel like your life uh, is at stake and you would defend yourself. I mean, I carry. And if somebody puts a gun in my face, the first thing I'm thinking is how do I put my gun in their face and pull the trigger? Yeah. You know, There's no screwing around at that point. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, just, it's it's crazy. It's insanity. It's it's clown world. But I'm not leaving the well, city, guys. There's good news, though, that came of all this. And the good news is, is that dude will never be able to point a gun at anybody ever again, no matter what happens. Yep, yep, yep. 
Yep. Yep. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that dude will never uh, be able to do that again because he is dead. Uh, unfortunately, you had to come to that. Uh, I wish it didn't, obviously. Uh, but that is, you know, where we're at right now with it. Uh, something else uh, here in Austin that's cooked up and maybe coming to uh, a county near you or a city near you where uh, people have chosen to get rid of police. People have chosen to abolish the police or however you want to call it, defund the police. Uh, well, here in Austin, they chose to defund the police. And because of that, now we have a DPS stepping in uh, to help out the APD, which obviously, hopefully they're not pulling people over that are uh, for traffic violations, because then I would not like that. Hopefully these uh, DPS officers are out here um, doing you know, other calls, but I guess not. Look, uh, so Texas DPS averaging 300 traffic stops. None of them were me, thank God. Uh, 16 arrests per day in Austin under new partnership. Wow. Yeah, dude. They're I everywhere. Mean, they're everywhere. So oh, we got no. state troopers uh, with the, te with the uh, Texas uh, DPS are averaging 16 arrests and 300 traffic stops per day in Austin. Oh, my God. Okay. So this we, is everybody what they wanted. Could, they, they, way to go. You freaking defund right. the police Thanks people. Thanks a lot. Have, you ruined it all. Yeah. Right. They we're trying to not have all this go on. But In the first five days, DPS says troopers have recovered six vehicles, seized 174 grams of cocaine, 40 grams of heroin, 127,415 grams of methamphetamine, and 11 firearms in just the first five days. Okay. Five days, guys. I mean, honestly, and these are the, you know, the reason that we have this, it's, it's not like I want tr troopers here, but you know, I don't want those 300 traffic stops. <laughs> I want you finding the drugs that maybe they're finding the drugs through the traffic stops. I, I don't know, but I'll take this over not having any police at all. Now, do I want to live in a police state where, um, state troopers are you know everywhere at every block no obviously i don't want that but i want you know this is kind of a way i maybe that they're showing hey this is what it's coming to you know because we don't have enough police officers we don't have enough you know they tried to work out a deal recently um and it got turned down you know, and all the police wanted was more funding for training, which which is what everybody else's argument argument is, right? They're like, oh, the officers don't have enough training. They're they're doing the wrong holds. They're putting people's lives in danger, and they're doing all this stuff. And the police are like, okay, give us money for training. And then the city's like, no, we're not going to do that. And then the officers are like, okay, well, we retire. I think we had like a record-breaking retirement of police officers after that uh, deal got turned down. And now here we are with uh, state troopers everywhere. I mean, it's it's insane. See, see what y'all did? Y'all yeah. crazy, degenerate people. Y'all got all wound <laughs> up. Y'all started getting all too, way too crunk. And, and and now they're slamming the hammer on everybody. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. Through no. Monday, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to say DPS officers on the task force conducted over 1,500 traffic stops and wrote 765 citations. During that time, they also made 52 felony and 31 misdemeanor arrests and stopped three large-scale street takeover events. Wow. Um, large-scale Yeah. Well, you saw the craziness, yeah, right? Yeah, the like, this, the drag going on. Man. Yeah, it just goes on and on. Now, the further that I go down this article, the more uh, that wow. I'm uncovering of what they've been doing just in uh, the past week. I mean, I since hate, Monday. I hate the Austro-American statesman, but they're I doing do a good, too. Doing I do. A good I job do too. Putting, painting a picture here, right? So yeah, bad. for once they're like telling telling us this, and it's it's really amazing that they're even covering something like this because you know they don't they're not yeah, going to gain it yeah the people are like oh my god why did we defund the police now well, we have to deal with this normally they have that one dude what's that dude's name the dude that where they're like they've made the meme of him going like this like this is fine and then they just cut him out and then and then they're like showing all of the crazy disasters that have gone on in austin oh yeah mom, yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah he works for like who does he work for never mind never mind but it's funny it's hilarious maybe i'll show it someday is it the is it like the news guy? It's not the yeah, news. Yeah, he's guy. one of the he's he's like a retarded news person that like works some, <laughs> some local thing and like fucking he's a retarded news I'm guy. I'm serious. They put the retard on there. Like I mean, <laughs> a lot of them are retarded, but this guy's super retarded. He's like he's like, see, everything's fine. All the homeless people living in tents, and like they cut him out. So like they're showing all of the disasters and the fires and, he's and just, stuff. Yeah, and he's yeah. Just he's just in, yeah. standing there. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so so then we get to this point where we start seeing these articles, right? These articles. Um, so I came across this article that is Texas man uses Apple AirTag to track down person who stole his truck, then kills him. Okay, like this is the point we're at because we don't wow. have enough police that people aren't can't rely on the police wow, to take care of to take care of them. You call the police, you get pulled on, you get put on hold. You know, you don't you you call the police, you get told file that online. Actually, file that online, right? So so uh, if you could just go ahead and hang out with me and go ahead and file that online. Well, this guy was probably like, screw you. I'm not filing shit online. I have an Apple AirTag inside of that car, and I'm going to go and take care of it myself. And then we have these kind of stories. Crime scene tape wraps around the scene of a deadly confrontation. That's what police say happened in this parking lot off Southeast Terry and Goliad. Our suspect today stole the white truck you see back there. Uh, they stole it. Little did he know that it was tagged with the Apple AirTag. Nick Solis with San Antonio Police says that AirTag is what led the owner to the truck several hours after it was stolen off Braceview on the city's north side, almost 20 miles from the shopping center and eventual shooting. They tried to confront the suspect who they saw in their vehicle. Uh, I don't know if an argument happened, but we know that during this time, he believes that a firearm may have been pulled by the suspect. Police tell us the truck owner shot and killed a 30-year-old suspect, but officers are still working to verify whether the suspect had a gun or not. The crime scene shows multiple evidence markers covering bullet casings and two vehicles with windows shot out. If you are to get your vehicle stolen, 
Um, I know that it's frustrating, but please do not take matters into your own hands like this. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, don't take matters into your own hands like this. Well, who else is going to do it? You know, and then we have, uh, and, it, and it's not something that is only in, uh, in Texas, right? It's something that we have everywhere. It's going on all around. It's never ending. And we're just going to keep seeing stories like this because people aren't uh, able to rely on the police, right? They're taking matters into their own hands. I, Idaho man arrested after killing the man who allegedly murdered his mother the previous night. Okay. So this guy, there, uh, this guy, first degree murder charge after deputies found another man, uh, with a fatal stab. So there, he comes home, his mother, uh, stabbed to death, stabbed to death. Uh, and then I guess he knew who it was. I don't know what the whole backstory is on it, but then he goes, uh, and he finds the guy that stabbed his mom somehow he knew about it. And then he, uh, stabs him to death. So that's the story there with that one. Let's check it out. Well, sorry. All right. Let's not check it out. Sorry. Well, I was, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Give us, uh, uh, donations. And I don't think I would subscribe to YouTube though. Cause F YouTube, we're bound off YouTube. Yeah. Fuck YouTube. Yeah. So eh, we'll just, uh, mute the commercials and use YouTube to our advantage <laughs> freely, freely. We will. Right now, you're being placed under arrest for operating while intoxicated, okay? I'm not intoxicated. I'm not intoxicated. Yeah, I blew zero. An Iowa teenager is suing his hometown after he says he was arrested for oh, this is why while he was completely... Oh, what the hell? Oh, yeah, this is a different story. Sorry. All right, well, let's keep moving on. Yeah, this guy was arrested. He blew zero. Um, so, yeah, so this is like a conundrum where we can't trust the police. We can trust the police. Uh, this guy blew zero. They were still trying to charge him for uh, DWI. He obviously, there was footage where he didn't blow zero. So this guy is probably somebody who doesn't support the police. And it's unfortunate that, uh, that this is how it works, but that's how it works everywhere, right? There's bad teachers, there's bad priests, there's bad cops. Doesn't mean that they're all bad. It's not um, all monolithic. But we do need them because if your house yeah. gets broken into, are you going to go are you gonna do? take matters into your own hands? You have a fingerprint kit at your house. You're going to go and dust all your knobs. And, you know, do you have a database that you can run fingerprints through? Or, like, what are you going to do? You know, you're, you're not going to do anything. I can tell you. We, our house got, uh, sort of broken into recently. Um, our la laundry room got broken into and, uh, by a homeless, by homeless people. We live close to the city uh, or we live in the city. I guess we live in the city. Um, that's what we were in. And we know that it's, it's all a part of where we live, right? We live close to downtown and some homeless dude came down our street, went to our carport, opened up our laundry room, which we should have had locked and stole a bunch of tools because Adon was working on cars recently. So they were there. They're not, not normally there all the time, not all of them. And, uh, so yeah, so this is, this is what we do. And who did I call the police to file a report? Why? Because that's what I should be able to do. <laughs> also, I needed it for my renter's insurance. Uh, 
So, anywho, yeah, we need the police, guys. That is my point. Uh, let's see. All right. I think that now uh, a lot of people uh, that are just watching the show for the first time, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We are live every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Um, we are trying to have special guests on every week. Uh, we want to get updates all around wherever we can find them. Uh, we had Owen Schroyer on earlier today. So if you're just tuning in, be sure to rewatch the show. We do put all of our shows on our website at thelibertybroadcast.com. We do this out of the love uh, for life and humanity and because we still believe um, that that people can still wake up. There's still time. And, and although a lot of people that are tuned in right now, and maybe you are aware of everything that's going on, or maybe you're not, um, but you guys are, are a big part of why we do what we do. And we do it to, to the best of our ability. Am I the best host ever? No, I know that. This is not what I ever wanted to do. This is not <laughs> the position that I wanted to be in. And I tell this story all the time, but I wanted to be behind the camera. Uh, or not behind the camera. I wanted to be operating the camera. That's the what, where I wanted to be. I wanted to be on the scenes. I wanted to be operating the camera. I did not want to be a host uh, for the Liberty Broadcast. I am now, and I love it. Uh, but I did not. That is not where I saw myself. But I felt like, hey, I have... Um, the ability to do it. So I need to be doing it. Um, I was hoping Yeka would stick around a lot longer, <laughs> uh, than she did. Uh, but you know, that that's, it is what it is. And I love you guys for tuning in and I am never giving up on the Liberty broadcast. The Liberty broadcast will always be a part of my life and drones life. Cause I'm never, Liberty! never letting you get out of here. Uh, but anyway, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, thank you. And you are about to experience one of the, uh, best parts of the show. One of the fun, silly times, uh, silly moments that we'd like to have on here and silly, but also very serious because, uh, this segment of the show, this little part of the show that we do, um, was actually based on the winter storm. So if you're not from Texas, um, we had a little bit of a winter storm, uh, and Yeka, who used to be uh, my co-host, she uh, you can follow her at Eat Meat Queen uh, on Instagram. She is a carnivore coach. Uh, she's really kind-hearted. She's great. We love her so much. Um, she's all about like just being yourself and being very natural and eating healthy and and just like really super radiant radiating positive vibes all the time um and we love her so much but she used to be a co-host when we first started the liberty broadcast we were actually called the liberty ladies of texas and we uh, streamed in the same studio but it was there was a lot less equipment and a lot less it was just me and her and since then she's left the show uh to uh you know do her and and you know she wants a family she wants a life she wants to focus on on these things and uh it's hard to you know report on you know these these really tragic events and this really clown world that we live in she even left the city completely um she moved out to a little country town and and she's happy as can be but anyway she started she's the one who initially brought in this segment and it's a segment that we call the Illumina, Illuminati uh, weather forecast. And it was named the Illuminati forecast because the winter storms 
that hit us in Texas that started it all was called uh, Erie, Erie or something. Yeah, Erie. Erie, And it was like also some kind of Illuminati word. Satanic. Yeah, it was like a satanic thing. And so uh, she was just really taken back by that. Uh, whenever it happened, just that they, that we would name something this, and it was like just the you know the darkest times here <laughs> at that at that time. But anyway, we've kind of taken it over, and every show we do something uh, called the Illuminati broadcast, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, yes, it's time for another Illuminati weather report uh, brought to you by TheLibertyBroadcast.com. So it looks like uh, uh, Illuminati's firing up all the harp centers and they're going to be causing uh, some some cold air to continue to to happen up in the northern polar region, which is going to come down and meet the hot air that is just naturally occurring because where we are at this time of the year, according to the sun, and it's going to cause these this hot air to collide with the warm air and then you're going to get like some twist and stuff in the atmosphere and then the jet stream is going to come through and then it's going to cause all these storms and these storms are going to cause to uh, tornadoes and like uh a lot of lightning and stuff and things are going to get struck and it's just going to suck and it's going to be really bad and like um yeah so uh, it looks like if we can take a look at uh the forecast here it looks like uh we'll click on this stuff right here and if you can see in this yellow spot, oh, oh my God, I can't, I can't even click on this. This is an interactive. This is a fucked up report. Oh, that, thank you. Back to you, Rachel. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that's the Illuminati weather report. We do it every show. Um, usually, we incorporate some real news. Uh, there has been some real stuff going on. Me and uh, Dronesy were talking about it earlier today. Yeah. Uh, we were gonna do a thing, but I guess we didn't get it. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Sorry, that's my fault. No, no, I'm no. sorry. I didn't do it. You're God, good. You're I suck. Good. Yeah, it's my fault. I was making a video and I didn't finish the video, but uh, I will be better about that. <laughs> Dronesy, great reporting, uh, awesome report. Right. He just—I don't know how you do it. You oh are my God, a man it just of takes magic. Forever. It takes you a are a magic man. Look, check it out, everybody. This is what's going yeah, guys, on. You see that? You, this, if you live here, right? Everything's gonna be fucked. Everything. I mean, yep. if you live in this area, guys. In I- this area right here, as you can see. I- I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> 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 <sighs> yeah. So this area, you're pretty messed up. Uh, that's what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> There, there's some really crazy weather going on. I, I um, have seen, you know, we've we've all seen destruction of um, of these crazy tornadoes. There's a flooding in California. There, you name it, it's happening. Um, and you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's global warming. Oh, it's global warming." But no, I'm pretty sure it has a lot to do with the manipulation of the weather that is happening uh, and has been happening forever and will only continue to get worse because back then it was only chemtrails right but now we have entire factories yeah. okay and and so make sure you take your vitamins your supplements filter your water do not drink tap water people You'll do not drink gay. tap water you will turn gay no <laughs> and if you're gay and you drink the tap water you will turn straight which is probably not you what you want either <laughs> uh yeah take them, turn and, them gayer, and earthquakes right? and earthquakes and yeah, things earth- like that and 
you know, it's just like, it's just insane. So if you live in those areas and you see a, a weather guy praying to God about protecting that area, get the hell out of there. Okay, guys, get out of there. Uh, you, these, uh, tornadoes and things that they are creating are nothing like, uh, we've ever seen, uh, in such an abundance, right there. We've seen them, but not, not like this, not on this scale and not in these areas. Uh, a lot of new areas getting hit. I uh, think it's the, the strength of them. Yeah. Like, so we got, we got the weather going on and we got the trannies going on. We got the train derailments going on. We got the factories blowing up and, it's invasions just, going it's on. insanity. It is literally the fight to survive yeah. it every day. I mean, on a political level, on a cultural level, on just a life level, it is happening. Uh, so make sure you have your eyes open and don't fall asleep at the wheel. Because if you do, you might wake up in a ditch and it's going to be your fault because you don't have your eyes open. Um, there was also some other, uh, one other thing that, uh, involving the weather, um, that we thought was, that I thought and, uh, Dronji thought was really cool or not cool, but crazy. Oh, this is like not a cool one. I thought you were going to show the lightning. <laughs> yeah, actually I so, thought I was too. That's yeah. what I clicked on and then uh, it didn't work. Yeah. So there was so a lightning got, strike got, at the, uh, I bet if you Twitter it and it'll pull up a video yeah, on Twitter. Like I literally clicked this and it did that and then i waited forever for nothing uh oh wait there it is (laughs) so the one trade uh one world trade center had like a whole lightning deal going on a part of the illuminati um weather looked really crazy look like that yeah look at that dude the remember uh and we showed the video that i took of like the lightning here in austin it was nuts nuts Look at that. This lightning is crazy, guys. Stay away from that lightning. Stay away from the lightning. Don't go towards the light, Carolyn. <laughs> anyway, guys, check us out. Check us out on Tuesdays. If you tuned in this week and you like the show, check us out next week. Uh, things can only get better from here. You can go to thelibertybroadcast.com. This is how it looks. We got a countdown uh, on the day, show day. You can see uh, and on the day uh, when it's going. This is obviously where you can find the live feed. Uh, you can join in the chats as well by clicking enter chat. Uh, and then these are past uh, shows that we had. We had Rob Dew on from InfoWars last week. We had Owen Schroyer making his rounds over here in the Liberty Broadcast Studio. Uh, we had Rod uh, Roderick, who owns the studio, on a couple weeks ago. He also does Ear Beatings, the Ear Beatings podcast. Check that out. Next week, we will have Anthony um, for, from uh, Border News Network or yeah, Anthony. Sorry, I think I called him Antonio earlier. Sorry. Uh, he'll be on with us next week. Uh, we may have Alex Stein on as well. Uh, so be sure to tune in every week. Uh, Drones, you got anything for the people? Oh, yes. Thank you all for tuning in and live free. And stay free. Tune in next week. We love you guys. We love you guys. We love you guys. Good night.